Hello. Welcome to the Computer Game Show. Much as I might wish I was, I'm not David Turner's. I'm I'm Sean Bell, and I'm joined by Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Um, Dave's kid's poorly, and it sounds like it's actually quite rough. Apparently, he just keeps like screaming occasionally. Um, I don't know if that's actually an illness or just I mean, he's just fed up. It's just had enough. Oh, I sorry, yeah, who's screaming, David or? Uh, no, apparently Charlie is. He said Charlie just keeps like shouting his head off. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's related to him being poorly or not. I think it's um, the European Super League. It could it's, be. Well, that's, probably, that's, that's all that's all done and dusted now, that's mate. The first mention. He'll be he'll be all right. <laughs> By now he's probably all right now. It's uh, <laughs> he's probably fine. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, probably calmed down. Yeah. Uh, right, we should start the show as we always do by thanking the people who if I ever need someone putting through a window I know who to call, because we've got the Patreon producers, haven't we? <laughs> oh, yes, um, that's great. If, if that's what they do as well, that's great. Yeah, well, it just, you know, I mean, I've never, it's never come up. I just, I know that if that was something I needed doing, these are the people I would call. Aaron I, Patrick. Sorry, Simon, it's I, if I need to put someone for a window, yeah. I wouldn't be calling Moomin Biscuit. Would really? you not? Why not? Uh, no, I, Moomin Biscuit does not seem the kind of person to put people through windows. I think Gazman could, though. It's not about ability. It's just they're obviously just very dedicated, and we appreciate mm-hmm. the support. No, no, of course, no. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Gabby Pereira, and Graham McKay. I mean, I won't ask you to put anyone through a window, but if I ever did, do you know what I mean? Uh, we also we also won't wouldn't, wouldn't dare to dream of asking if any of the Four Nils members have experience in putting people through windows. Uh, I mean, if you, have, if you have, if you have, let us what, know. Well, let us know, Dan. Let us know. Just I mean, not even any experience. Just if you, <laughs> you don't need to have experience. Just if you think you could, if you're feeling confident, we'll put you on a short list. Um, if you want to become a patron producer or support us at one of the various other tiers, you can head to Patreon dot com forward slash tcgs there's all different tiers where we do bonus shows and live video stuff and although we haven't done this month yet have we, we should probably no we absolutely need to do that let's probably, probably sort that out um but yeah so oh well, yeah i mean sign up now and then there'll be a thing you can get involved with probably this weekend who knows <laughs> yeah de- right also oh, definitely this weekend yeah <laughs> yeah oh god well, i suppose it has to be doesn't it or else we've failed in our obligations no and we wouldn't do it we wouldn't dare doing that It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, any feedback, Matt, from last There's week? There's loads. Um, Colander underscore Adam, which has to be Capone Adam. <laughs> I'm continuing to really enjoy the weekly Friday stream of It Takes Two, but I'm worried that the penalty of downing a beer when losing a mini game makes for a less engaging second half stream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I kind of agree with you there. James was constantly looking at his phone during cutscenes as if he was at our Life is Strange presentation. Was I really dashing. doing that? Because uh, I don't remember that. I mean, you're looking down a lot. I wasn't sure what I was down there. I think, I think I was just, yeah, by that stage, I don't think I was looking at my phone. I think I was just contemplating life at that stage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, whilst dashing off to the toilet every 20 minutes, while poor Matt has to improvise on the spot. Uh, not that Matt is innocent either. During the incredible moon balloon boss battle, he was going on about HBO television show The Wire and explaining in great detail about a new reality TV prison show he's watching. Anyway, my question is, um, I mean, it's it's, it's a feedback question. My question is, during the stream, James was eyeing up the last slice of his child's birthday cake. After the stream, did he scoff it in a drunken haze? (laughs) Actually, I didn't. I I didn't eat it. 
No, I, I really didn't. This time I didn't do it. <laughs> I looked at it and I just thought, I can't Did do that. Did you not like, you know, say, look, I've, there's actually two smaller slices from this one. And just shave look, a bit both, off the side. We, we both know. got one yeah. slice. That's it. You got one slice, I got one slice. That's equal. No, what, I didn't, um, I didn't do that. what cake was it? It's just a chocolate cake that uh, okay. Rachel had made. It was. Uh, oh, it was she good. made it. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. God, She's very good at Ra- making cakes. Rachel's an amazing cook and an artist. Where the yeah, it's the two things. It's two things she's good at, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's nice. Oh, is that all? Well, yeah, she's good at other things. <laughs> well, she's she's genuinely good at those things, and it's like I hate yeah. talking about it because it's like I don't know, I just never like doing that. But it's uh, I think yeah, she's pretty good at some of that stuff. Yeah, amazing. You should be proud, man. I'll be buzzing when Isaac starts cooking. Start uh, if she makes um, very good brownies. It's um, yeah, they're well, excellent. There you go. Oh, that um, Matt, oh. what's the prison? What's the prison show you're watching? Um, well, it we've stopped watching now, but it was sixty days in. Yes, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's I've amazing. only seen the first series, but I'm yeah, I'm well, a fan. Uh, well, so I've seen we, me and Jill seen seasons one and two, um, okay. three and four are on Netflix. But when we got Apple TV mm. uh, to watch One Division, seasons five and six are on there on in, in like this monthly subscription called like <laughs> I don't know Crime and Punishment or whatever, and it's, it's like loads of <laughs> crime and police dramas and stuff, and it's on there. And Jill's mm. obsessed with it. I mean, I want to watch other <laughs> programs, but she's like, no, we've got to watch it for the end. Um, anyway, so I was explaining that. Uh, and uh, it's a good show, and and the wire, which is you know mm-hmm. similar, very similar in terms of quality. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> James, do you think we need to change the uh, penalty for losing a mini game? Because I, I only say that because you lost like four, you lost four four on Friday, and it went downhill pretty quick. Yeah, but it was fun. I didn't mind uh, too much actually. I was quite enjoying uh, having having a little drink. I mean, I don't feel terribly bad about missing the cutscenes because from what I've heard. It's the story's not great with this anyway, and uh, I've, yeah, just playing the game has been the fun bit, really. So I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's fine for me because I, I, I've only lost one, and I'm actually quite <laughs> upset about the one I did lose. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you need to. Well, the trouble is, is, it gets worse than it because the trouble is, is you know, you have one, and then you lose the second one, and then after that, you're guaranteed you're going to keep losing them because your yeah, you know, your coordination is not what it should be, and it's <laughs> so it's just. It gets worse. It is dangerous. <laughs> but uh, you just have to be better, James. Mm. Uh, Brenda Blender has messaged us. Good evening, guys. I've been going to message for ages, but I've never seemed to get round uh, to doing it or never seemed to get time to do it. I've listened for the last year or so. I think I started when Dave was away and only referenced like Voldemort. Since <laughs> then, I've had great fun listening to the four of you bantering on about the occasional video game. I do occasionally feel sorry for James and the abuse he gets, but then he says something ridiculous and it's all okay again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean play Valheim Loop Hero and Dorfromantic Dorfromantic I have yeah I talked about it the other week I was going to say you did yeah, well, yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. this is something maybe they've also just like they, they messaged us from a few weeks ago and that they're still catching up who knows that's true This is yeah this is just in the clipboard for the last month yeah and they finally just <laughs> finally sent it in uh, thanks for keeping it going uh Thanks for keeping it going. I think that's that's a new that's a new end to the show, isn't it? Thanks for keeping <laughs> it going. Uh, I give you my prime gaming stuff every month when I remember. Oh, amazing! Uh, Thank you, Sura. Hello, TCGS. Uh, thanks for letting me know about John. I thought the YouTuber guy thing was a bit. And he just wanted to leave. <laughs> uh, a bit of both. Well, yeah, yeah. I slowed down getting through your backlog, but I think it's cute that you guys thought it was in chronological order instead of oh, this one sounds good today, and then <laughs> listening to the next one from there uh, to see if there's a check back next week thingy on it. Especially <laughs> if I know the game you are playing starts good and ends up shit. 
<laughs> I mean, if I was going for a backlog of a show, I would probably do it in chronological order, but that's just me. Call me crazy. I mean, it depends on the show, doesn't it? Because ours is, is very much um, like what has happened in any, you know, like on that given week. It's quite timely. Yeah, um, well, it is quite but, timely, but then also you, men- you, you miss one mention of a something stupid something said and someone said and then that that carries on for about six months plus that's true yeah you gotta go you just gotta go from the start yeah have you you been back to any of our of our early ones because i think they're probably nowhere near as good as they are now (laughs) i i am scared to listen back to any of that stuff i just i've never i mean i very rarely listen back to anything we do anyway but i going back to that stuff from earlier i I think would be very scary yeah so yeah totally yeah, it's. Uh, I, I have done on occasion. Like, I've, you know, if I if it's time for us to do game of the year, I'll listen to the previous shows. Uh, mm-hmm. So and like or E three that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, I, I I barely have time to listen to the podcast I want to listen to. Let alone going back to take notes exactly. on how shit I was back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we should now, do a we should do a commentary for episode one. <laughs> we should absolutely do a talk over. Yeah, actually, <laughs> that is not a bad idea. Actually, that could be quite. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think so yeah um oh yeah so yeah, but no, i've got to say i've listened to so many i think i can conclusively say that main guy's evil kid takes after him harry probably takes after his mum if grumpy one isn't chucking a sickie this is for him your complaint about like a dragon is adorable you have finally noticed that you fight multiple copies of the same enemy in one fight in an rpg but seriously if you are worried about the homeless enemies don't the side stories are pretty good about making a point about homeless people not being some stereotypical dirty criminal plus every enemy is a play on words slash job slash hobby rambling man has a guitar shady minister is a priest and beer circa is a trunk as a drunk, etc. Yeah, I, um, I did notice that recently. Yeah, when I was playing it. Mm. Good point. Uh, I hope you. I hope you're forgotten late slash maybe special birthday stream went good. Shame I missed it, but I had no prime sub to give. It ain't a biggie. Um, you could have answered the eggs question so much better if you had played like a dragon. Uh, so what? What? What are the eggs? Yeah, what's the, what's the egg there? situation, James? In that game, I don't know. I haven't come across any eggs recently. Just trying to think, <laughs> but I'm only about ten hours into it, so I don't know. Sure, there would have been eggs in the first 10 hours. I mean, that's, you would think so, wouldn't you? That's yeah. not a thing they're going to withhold until hour 15. Exactly. I mean, like, they've done research. The data says you need to have egg content in the first 10 <laughs> hours if you want people to play. Yeah, if you, if you leave the eggs till hour 15, everyone's going to abandon the game before they see the eggs. Yeah, exactly. And like, what's yeah, the only, point only the filthy casuals yeah, do that. I mean, James famously plays everything for 20 hours just in case. Yeah, it gets true. good, as we, as we know. Yeah. Uh, Ivor Biggin, some feedback on episode 247. Can we stop the joke names, please? I find it a tad silly. Uh, Huge Erection. That's Huge Erection. Oh, James, you silly boy. You said Microsoft would have more exclusive games out than the other two this year, probably Bethesda. But the two Bethesda games are PS5 exclusives, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Anyway, yeah, that's smiling. not the point. The point is, is it's the there'll be others that are going to come, isn't it? I'm not talking about those ones. There's almost certainly going to be other things they're going to release. Did we'll you see. say this year though? Yeah, I did say this year. Yeah, uh, that might be pushing it. You don't surely. think so? Well, because isn't so Deathloop is timed exclusive, right? Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm it's, not, been, well. it's been delayed, I'm, yeah, I'm, so that's I'm, so that that won't be on Xbox till next year, surely. I know, but I'm yeah, not yeah. talking purely about Bethesda here. I'm saying okay. that Microsoft, okay. with all the studios they've got will almost certainly, I think, have more games, like first-party, you know, exclusive games out by the end of this year than the other two. Mm-hmm. 
They, they um, own, like, everybody. I mean, who don't they own at this stage? You know. They might own everybody, but it, as you said, it takes a while to get games out. And yeah, they just announce the E3 and it, they're all short windows. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, Returnal's out soon and neither of you seem bothered. It's, it's 70 that... quid and it doesn't look <laughs> that interesting. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll wait for reviews. Um, right. If I mean, it doesn't really look... It, it looks fine. Um... But I mean, it's housemark, man. It's probably going to be really yeah. good. I mean, if the reviews say it's excellent, then I'll I'll give it a go. But yeah, yeah. it does kind of hurt like 70 quid. Or or, mm. or actually, you know, 70 ZRP, it'll be that if I want it digitally. I'm sure I can get it for yeah, almost certainly, 65? But it's still... if I exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. You look at it, you think, oh, I can get it cheaper. Because when it was the launch, I got like quite a... You know, the other stuff like Sackboy and everything, I didn't pay anything over around 50 quid for all that stuff. But now mm-hmm. you look at it and it's like, yeah, it is cheaper. Buy about a fiver or something. It's like, that's <laughs> still not good enough. It's, I don't know, disappointing. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, actually. I, I almost forget that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That game's out. I'm like, 70 quid! Um, especially when on the Xbox you're basically not paying for anything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a made it stark worse. difference, isn't it? And I'm in my mind, games are still 40 quid. And yeah. so even yeah. like, you know, when the before the pandemic, when the shops were open, I was like, oh, okay, what game's out this week? Wow, 50, 55 quid, that's a lot of money. Isn't it? I'm forgetting, actually, no, that's just what games were. And now they're, yeah. and now 70. Um, so that's the thing, like, my top whack, I'd probably say, is around 50. Like, I don't really want to pay more than, like, you know, the psychological 49.99. Like, more than mm-hmm. that, it just feels, it feels too much. But, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you will. That, that's the thing. Like, you say, oh, it's too much, but if a... yeah. A game you want, and even or, or, or you know, a, a ten, you know, a ten's out. You're like, okay, fuck it, we'll buy it. So that, that's the thing. Like, they will get us, but it's just, I guess, unless the game is absolutely 100 percent the game you know you'll you'll love, and or has fully banged on reviews, then you're like, mm, it's only an eight. I'll, I'll probably well, give do you think you know what they say? <laughs> if you if you love a game, then you should buy it full price on I've day one. I've said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not. That's not. <laughs> well, no, we, we will. We will, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, Mitchy Mitch. Hey, guys, some feedback from last week's birthday show. Didn't manage to catch it live, but still a great show. Anyway, when discussing potential special guests, you mainly mention well known people. But how about a special guest appearance from a listener, specifically the serial questioner, Maria Mendieta? I know that might be quite complicated, so I don't think I've ever heard a podcast down the route of having fans of the show on as guests. But I wondered if you thought this was a completely mental idea. Um, it, it, yes. Yeah. It, it, um, I mean, it's a shame because Maria's getting quite a fan base. Um, yes, yes, weird. Well, because she, she's quite elusive. And yeah, that's I'll, absolutely fine. Like, compared to most, because, like, you know, obviously a lot of our listeners, we've sort of seen them about on Twitter or the Discord or whatever. Whereas Maria, who, I mean, and this is absolutely fine, by the way, Maria, I'm not saying like. <laughs> You need to like make yourself, you know, like make a public appearance or anything. Um, but like, yeah, like she, you know, she emails in every week. But that's like that's our entire correspondence with it. So in fact, we couldn't message her if, even if we wanted to. But I, love, <laughs> I love that. I mean, but yeah, that's that, that's great. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, if we did, didn't we do with Joypod? Didn't we have a listener, um, like episode where we just got like we did like a call in thing? I don't think so. I think that was one of those things I'm that we sure always we did. talked about doing, but it never... I don't know. Uh, maybe. We did, I, it does no, ring no, a bell, I mean, no, obviously yeah. Dave's not here, he, he would know, but like, did you do a voicemails thing? Did we do a Skype thing? Like what? I, I thought we did a Skype I'm sure, thing, I'm yeah. sure I bought like a... I'm sure I also bought like a SIM card for people to leave like voicemails on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it's sad though, isn't it? Because I feel like if we, if we did something like that, 
now. Um, I'd just be too worried about people being shitty with it and using it to <laughs> give us a. Ab- I mean, to be fair, it's been a while since I've had any actual abuse. But just knowing what the internet's like, now, oh, you've asked me. I'd just be hovering over the mute button like the constant time. I mean, like, the, <laughs> I suppose the, the, the easy answer to that is it's patrons only, right? That, that'll, <laughs> that'll weed them out. Well, um, it won't because I, well, I, I'll pay five pounds to Conor McConnell <laughs> on the front on the show. <laughs> Uh, also, something despicable. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah. uh, Danny D. Fat Fryer just wanted to nice. throw my thoughts in on Disco Elysium on console. Admittedly, I'm playing on PS5, so I'm not sure if it's any better on PS4, but I haven't really come across any bugs. So, controller fits really well for me to play, to be honest. There have been a couple of niggles in terms of clicking on things, but nothing really major. I had probably played about 10 hours of the original version on the MacBook Pro and can honestly say that to me, it looks just as good and doesn't run very different here. Uh, the new voiceover stuff though has really blown me away it's phenomenal hope this helps love the show I'm listening from episode one all those years ago look forward to hearing you guys every week cool no that's really nice to hear um, yeah. there has been another patch I, I, think, I was going to say I, was, I saw yeah. that they were you know a new patch that, I'm, like mm. I haven't read all their, their, their previous patches but um, the way it's written was kind of like in character or in like keeping with like the kind of oh, vibe the vibe of like the um of 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 a character fr- from that world and but it also very like apologetic saying it's our fault mm. it's our fault but that yeah. I wasn't sure if they were like breaking character then or I wasn't quite sure if it's an apologetic character very... or if it was them saying yeah. we're so sorry we're so it's just it's a bit weird but um yeah, I mean that sounds like a lot like the way I I played the main character in that game so that's yeah <laughs> yeah I ended, I ended up getting the sorry cop achievement so oh, <laughs> yeah, right, apologising for everything. Um, yeah, no, I think, you know, what we were saying last week, like, obviously they will fix it. It's not like, oh, great, it's come out on consoles and it's bad. It's just a shame um, that, it, like, it was spo- like the console release of Disco Elysium, Disco Elysium was supposed to be, like, a big event. And just for it to be sort of, oh, it's only on PlayStation at the moment and also there's bugs was just kind of a shame. But no, I'm, I'm glad people are having a good experience with it anyway. Yeah, I, I do definitely want to try it. I'll just wait till it's, mm. you know fully fixed and cause I, I just want to yeah. hear it's a voiceover I just want to hear more than anything I just want to hear those voices well you can just play the PC version man has uh, that uh, what has that stuff got the voices back in yeah yeah, in? yeah yeah it's free upgrade for the PC version oh nice okay and it's oh. I mean it, it, I, I believe the controller controls are in there as well um, I've heard people sulking about it. but then I suppose if you're at your desk anyway you might as well use mouse and keyboard right but, uh, so yeah I think I'd rather do it I, I mean generally, generally though if I do play a PC game I do plug the controller in yeah, uh, same. but but, I, I, but that feels like a game that's you know it's been yeah. best on mouse and keyboard anyway. Yeah. Uh, Colinda, uh, oh yeah, this is more more comments about how it takes two streams. I probably should bundle them <laughs> two together, but whatever. I want to thank James and Matt for the reason it takes two streams. My girlfriend and I completed the game recently and only endured two heated arguments during our time with the game, amongst some minor irritations and under the breath mutterings. Watching James and Matt, we have come to realise that while we have our differences, we are so much closer and in sync than we first <laughs> thought. And I have in fact bonded even further as we shout the obvious mechanics of boys of misunderstanding, hold our heads in our hands as they sprint past yet another minigame and ultimately laugh until it hurts as they attempt another sequence for the 14th time. Uh, on a serious note, uh, thanks for stream guys watching on YouTube. It's always been a pleasure. Here's to many more hours of confusion, misunderstandings, and a concerning amount of strain on Farley's liver. <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, but if anyone does watch, right, if you see us missing a minigame, please shout out. We do yeah, not we, want to miss a minigame. <laughs> we do need to know about that. We're like, oh, bloody hell, we missed two there. We have to go back and play it on our own time. And so we can, yeah. Um, Heaven forbid. 
But yeah, no, it, I, I, uh, we're still very much enjoying them, aren't we, James? Yeah, they're brilliant. It's such a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so last one here, tcgs.co-reactions. On last week's episode, Matt said, uh, due to him finishing with Microsoft Points and gambling, he needed something new to occupy his time. Well, I mean, that's the sentence, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, this is incorrect, as Super Mario Odyssey is still very much on his plate. Nice. Yeah, we didn't actually... I, I do. Well, Sorry, go on. No, I mean, I... I, I I don't need to go back because, once again, I just did a backflip on top of the lift. I wasn't hacking the game <laughs> like people could do when they first like, first played it. But I, I do want to play it just to get people to stop mentioning it. Just to, yeah, um, I was just going to say, we don't actually know. So obviously, every week we get stuff from tcgs.co-reactions. But I don't know if that's one person or if it's just a a, a mantle that people take on whenever they want to, <laughs> yeah. they want to correct or, something. Uh, yeah, it's a shared account. Yeah, you know. yeah, no idea. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll actually search it. It's a proper website and everything with a massive community. Probably, probably. Us. I don't really want to know. No, no. It's, Maybe again, like when it's, we found out who Horse Ebooks was, it just sort of <laughs> yeah, ruined it. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of ruined the surprise, didn't it? I don't want to yeah. read about Horse Ebooks anymore. Now I know. No. Now I know what it's about. Uh, that yeah. is it for feedback. If you want to leave us feedback or tcgs.co reactions go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs so james you know cryptocurrencies yeah i do yeah and you know nft and, and all, all that all that mm-hmm. um you know and then there's, you know all this controversy about how they you know create loads of um like carbon emissions now you know every time there's a transaction it's like the same as running a washing machine for 60 years or whatever that's not a real statistic don't email in um Basically, when you do the news this week, I want every news item to feel like a massive cryptocurrency transaction, and I am Mother Earth. Okay. Okay, I don't know where to go with that one, Sean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've no fine. idea where to go with that one. That's... Just just crack on, mate. All right, no, no, okay. no. I, I, I want you to try and um, deconstruct that with a s- slightly sexual overtones, as is often <laughs> the case, James. <laughs> I, want so, every, I want every news story to leave me feeling physically diminished. Okay, that's what I'm Okay, at. so you want, basically what you want, Sean, is you want yeah. every single of these news stories yeah. for me to destroy you with them. Is that right? Yes, please. Yes. Okay, okay. okay. okay let's move. Piece by piece. Oh, I feel sick. Can we move Until on? there's nothing left. Let's move on. Okay. They're, okay, so... <laughs> Look, <laughs> people say they miss those, yeah. right? So I'm just... <laughs> I just don't want to hear James saying, destroy you. I just don't... I, just, <laughs> I, just don't, I don't want That's that. probably what he's like when he's doing his oh, smack talk on Xbox hell. Live. Okay, no, I guess smack and talk. <laughs> Yeah, he's like playing COD, and he's like, "Do you want me to destroy you?" I mean, that's 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 horrible, Sean. I feel uncomfortable. That's what you sound like, mate. Really? What's the news, James? Thug. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely thug. You brute. There there was a indie world showcase last week. Mm. Now the problem is here is I did watch this, but I kind of half watched it. And yeah. I don't know what most of these games are, but we, I've got the list here that we can go through. I mean, we don't we don't need to do the full list, do we? Should we just do like our personal highlights and then talk I mean, about it as a whole? I was quite pleased that there weren't that mm-hmm. many deck building, roguelike crafting games. That was quite good. I thought there Stop was going to be. James. The thing is, James, there aren't that many. Come on, sure. And, 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 and the ones that there are are actually very good. 
They're always so a road light stroke road light or they're always something like road light, rogue lights or something like that. It's just, you know, it's always like that. I'm having a quick scan. I can't, yeah, I can't remember if there were any rogue lights, but anyway, um, I mean, yeah, so, should we just talk about like personal highlights? Well, yeah, I mean, or... I'll, I'll go through the list and we can decide which ones were interesting. I mean, the, the main one that I thought that interested me was Road 96. I thought that looked great. Yeah. It looks very yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was a really good one to open with as well. Yeah. It's, so this uh, yeah. is the, the, the road trip one, but it's hitchhiking and looks like a really interesting story and difficult decisions and, and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Looks really cool, doesn't it? Yeah, I thought that looked excellent. Um, I mean, it's just it seems it's just loads and loads of branching pathways, isn't it, basically? Is yeah. What it looked like to me. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, very, that... very David Cage. Yeah, but good. Okay. <laughs> uh, is that come out on other platforms, or uh, has this stuff just been announced for Switch? It's, at the it's probably I... been on early access since last year on on Steam. Is that right, Sean? That's usually <laughs> what we hear I don't this. think so. No. <laughs> okay. So rest yeah. assured, I will be smug about it if it was. Yeah, but yeah, it, look, it looks great. Um, then we had Oli Oli World, which yeah, no, um, I I like the early Oli Oli games. This obviously is. You know, it's it's gone in a, a, a different, well, it's a different art style, different look, but uh, this it looks, looks cool great, though, I mean. doesn't it? So this yeah. is, yeah, it's a, a bit sort of open world, isn't it? Um, still, like, obviously, it's still sort of two D, but there's, it was like sort of two point five D, wasn't there? There's sort of different yeah. planes and stuff, sort of moving back and forth. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I never played Oli Oli two, um, and I'm well up for playing more Oli Oli because I think after the show they're like, oh, there's a bunch of discounts on the eShop. And yeah, the Oli Oli and Oli Oli two pack was like three quid or something. So I need to get that. Oh, nice. See, that's the thing because I've never played one of these because I remember oh, when it when it came out, I was in China at the time and mm-hmm. I didn't have access to like being able to download it or whatever because it was didn't it come out? Was it what was it out? Was it Vita or something like that originally? Uh, Vita, was that yeah, yeah. iOS wasn't it? Uh, was it? Oh, unless I yeah, I swear I swear I'm I sure it was on Vita. I it definitely started on Vita yeah. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty sure it started on Vita. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I never played it. It's. I mean, is it worth? Is it still worth looking at? Like going back to it? Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. So it did come out on. Yeah, come on Vita in 2014. Wow, well. mm-hmm. Jesus. Um. Yeah. No. It's. It's still well. Well worth checking out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. In fact, it seems like it never came out on iOS. Yeah, Vita in 2014, oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, all sorts of stuff. But okay, <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, then we had hindsight. What was that? I don't know what that was. I was, yeah, I've, I mean, I'm looking at these titles. I've already forgotten some of these. I mean, this this is this is why I suggested maybe just doing highlights, James. But... <laughs> All right, fine, fine. All right, okay, go on. Just tell me, tell me what things you liked. Tell me what things you liked. Because um, look, so... come on. I had to do a massive list because if I didn't do the massive list and try and go through it, Matt would be all like, "Oh, wait, we should go through these in order of what was announced." I, I would never have said that, James. I would you never always say that. That, <laughs> that is what you always say, Matt. You always I'm say we've thinking... got to do it in order. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, just, uh, that, that's what listeners have told me. I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. So, what 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 did you like, Sean? Uh, so uh, there is no game. Um, has been out on PC for a bit, and I've got it. But apparently, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a series of puzzles where it's like obviously the joke is like it's it's trying to convince you that there isn't actually a video game in, involved at any point, and it's all about um, like weird little puzzles, sort of using like the interface and stuff, and and it's like shifts genres uh, constantly and stuff. And apparently, it's, it's proper good. Um, so yeah, I heard yeah, a lot of that they were going on about loads on the giant bomb game of the year oh, uh, they? show. Yeah, cool. and and uh, so saying that it's just got loads of amazing moments and it's great mm-hmm. fun to play. Um, yeah. But I never I never looked into it. I was assuming it was like some you know random PC title. But mm. yeah, after hearing all that stuff they spoke about, I'm 
I'm really excited to try and to you know, give us a go on on Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know when's the, it's out? Uh, oh, it's I'm out now. It was already out. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, yes. it says IGMP, so it was out today uh, when it was posted. So yeah, blimey. Cool. Oh, there you go. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, Shredder's yeah, Revenge. That interested me. Cause this, well. Yeah, because this was announced the other week, and I, I got confused because... The, <laughs> so uh, this is being made by Tribute, who did... Um, oh, God, what have they done since? So basically, they're, they're two ex-Ubisoft um, people, and while they were at Ubisoft, they did a TMNT game for the GBA, which was fucking great. And then mm-hmm. they also did the Scott Pilgrim game, um, which is also proper good. Um, so yeah, so when I saw this, it was like, oh, are they getting to do like a conversion of the GBA? Because it looks a lot like the GBA one, but no, it's it's a proper full new game. Um, so yeah, really excited about that. Uh, Chris Tales, um, I streamed the demo of this ages ago. It's like a sort of a JRPG, but not Japanese, um, but it's got this sort of weird time mechanic where I think it varies in the full game, but in the demo, this this story event occurs and then basically the screen split into three segments and any scene you're looking at is that like the middle is the present and then the left is the past and the right is the future. So as you're walking around town, you can sort of like move left and right and be like, oh, there's that person as like a baby and then an adult and then an old person. Like it's just absolutely bizarre um, and just really gorgeous art style as well. Um, Fez is coming out on Switch, and I'd, I'd be quite up for another run at Fez. I've never—that's another one I've never played because it was you one. Played me it. too. Oh me man, too. oh it's re- it is really good. Like if you can just park the fact that like Phil Fish may or may not be kind of a jerk. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> um, no, it is it is really good. Um, what else? Oh, Art of Rally again. Out, been out on PC for a bit, but like yeah. will be perfect on Switch. Just really, really good. Um, sort of like bare bones, like low poly rally game. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, and then, uh, well, so there was House of the Dead remake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did we know about this? Nope. No. Uh, so I didn't watch this thing live. Um, yeah. but uh, but then I saw you know the tweets afterwards. And I was like. House of Dead remake, and none of you guys have mentioned it in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, on I think Switch, I'd assumed I'd dreamt it or something. I was like, because it just—it was literally like three seconds of footage or something, wasn't it? It was like they hardly showed anything. I mean, it looked good. Yeah. Um, what happened? So uh, what, what was actually in the show? Because I've seen the full trailer. And that's it like, was, yeah. Oh, the, oh, oh so it was. The right, okay, I didn't realize so there was there's just, a, but it was such a small a amount trailer. in the actual show that uh, yeah. you didn't even notice it. Just yeah, I mean, it's, it was probably more than three seconds, but it was. As soon as my brain was just like finally getting my head around, I'm like, what? Well, hang on, what? How's the dead remake? And then it was it's gone, and it was something else was on. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, I'm surprised we haven't seen more like you know remade light gun games on the Switch, given that it's one of the few consoles that like because obviously you could just use one of the the Joy Cons, I and mean, it wouldn't be very comfortable. But it'd be a bit rubbish, though, wouldn't it? Because that yeah, it's well, not good. Like it's not very good at like doing the pointing stuff. It's pretty terrible at it. It's uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, never mind then. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they they did the one more thing at the end, by the way. And obviously, everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's going to be Hollow Knight Silk Song." Uh, it wasn't, but yeah. it was Oxen Free Two. Now, I mean, I never played the first one properly. I've got it on Switch, and it's meant it. to be really good. And, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, and the, the trailer for this one looked wicked. Mm. Um, so I was sort of obviously somewhat salty about it not being Hollow Knight, but still quite excited. 
Yeah, I'm definitely interested in this because I love the first game. I thought it was brilliant. It's quite. It's not very long. I mean, you can play it in a couple of hours, and it's um. Yeah, okay. It's very interesting and quite. What, what kind of game is it? Uh, it's kind of. One? Well, it's. I don't want to, you know, it's kind of point and click, I guess, kind of. Um, but mm. sort of horror. It's um, but yeah, it's great. Nice. Okay. It's, yeah. it's sort of. It's horror. It's not like gory or anything, is it? No, it's no. more just weird horror yeah. more than <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, cool. I mean, overall, I thought this was a really good show. Yeah. Just because it kind of addressed every, you know, like, obviously we were complaining about the Microsoft one the other week. Um, whereas this was just like, do you know what? It's fewer games, but each one of them is getting like a decent bit of time. I actually came away sort of understanding what each one of them was. Yeah. Um, apart from House of the Dead remake, which absolutely blew my mind. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, there's quite, I mean, it's, it's a, quite a big list, actually. There was a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things where I'd, I watched it, well, you know, sort of half watched it, and I was like, there's. There's there's not much here that I'm personally very excited about, but mm-hmm. I can see. Yeah, this is this is good stuff though. It still looks like you know it's stuff yeah. that I think yeah people will be into, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was decent. Yeah, overall. I so thought. the lack of Hollow Knight. I mean, what do we think about that? Is it just <laughs> has COVID affected them so badly? It's just well, I don't well, know because well well only because Team Cherry is quite small anyway, so I don't know how much difference it makes you yeah. know if, if they are all working from home um but then they're australian as well australia's basically back to normal now right mm-hmm. so I mean, maybe you know maybe development has ended up bigger than they initially planned and it's you know maybe there's there's contractors all over the world helping out with it i've no idea um but yeah it's just interesting that they've sort of because it was initially they'd sort of said 2020 although they didn't give a firm date um and they've just yeah as with a lot of games they've just stopped mentioning any dates whatsoever there was that big um feature in edge magazine um mm-hmm. on it which was really good but again no no hint of like how finished it is so don't know yes yeah, weird every time there's an event they're like silk song no not yeah. time. Silk song? not time. Silk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna odd. happen at some point it's just wasted matter of time isn't it just yeah and it's, it's just like it's a big enough deal that it might be on one of the bigger Nintendo Directs, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I would have assumed it would be on one of the indie ones, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, uh, then okay, so that that was that, and it was mm-hmm. quite good, and it was fine. Um, <laughs> and then other stuff happened. Um, in that you you know, okay, we all remember Days Gone. I mean, I've talked about it quite a lot <laughs> yeah. in the in the past, and it's one of those games that like people do seem to talk about a lot, although not many people seem to have actually played. And that's something which has obviously annoyed uh, Jack Garvin, who was on David Jaffe's uh, YouTube channel uh, recently to talk about mm-hmm. it. Uh, he was the creative, uh, the writer and creative director of it. And uh, I mean, his uh, shall I give you the full quote here? He just said, yes, um, "Please." He said, "If you love a game, buy it at fucking full price." I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, "Yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PS Plus. Whatever." So yeah, he he. Wasn't very pleased about that, you know. The and I mean, David Jaffe said to him, obviously, you know, how can you know if you're going to love a game before you buy it? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the immediate flaw, I think, yeah. in, in in the plan. But yeah. um, I don't know. This is, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it doesn't. Re- yeah, it doesn't work, does it? It's. I mean, for one thing, it's not fair on people who can't afford to buy games at full price. Yeah. Um, like the plenty of games that people might have loved, but they just didn't have. 70 quid mm-hmm. at the time that the game initially came out um yeah and as you say like how how do you like yes there, there might be games that you just for whatever reason 
you didn't pick up earlier and it wasn't even a conscious choice of like, oh, well, I don't want that now. I'll get it when it's 20 quid. It might just be that for whatever reason, it just, you know, it just wasn't in your sphere when it first came out. And then years later, you heard about it and decided to pick it up and really loved it. What, what are you supposed to go back in time and <laughs> buy it at full price? It just doesn't really work, does it? See, also the other thing about this is like, I get the fact that games are expensive to make and all that kind of thing. But yeah. if they're not selling like this, doesn't that kind of indicate that there's a problem? Like with the way yes. with, the, with the pricing model and the way that everything's being done. Well, exactly. Like, uh, could we not turn around and say, "Well, if you want us to buy your games at full fucking price, don't spend so much making them." Yeah, like <laughs> it goes both ways. Like the the market just has to find a level that it can bear, and then and then work within that. Like if if games are so expensive to make that they can't be sold at a reasonable price, uh, reasonable price that allows them to be profitable, mm. then yeah, that's that's not consumers' fault. That's I mean, <laughs> the fact that you've got so many people are jumping on things like Game Pass and even like PlayStation mm. Plus and stuff like that mm. indicates that there is there's a problem with pricing. I think you know it's um yeah it's, the fact yeah, that people are yeah. so keen to jump on. I mean, game, I suppose Game Pass is odd because it's such a good deal and Microsoft are well. I mean, they're, they're saying it's profitable. Mm. Still, I struggle to see how, but yeah. But it's tough because yeah, you had people you know for years saying, "Oh, I'll, I'll wait for this on P- I'll wait until it's on sale," and then mm-hmm. later I'll wait till it's on PS Plus mm-hmm. or some someone so forth. And now you've got everyone saying Game Pass, it's free, and then you've got other, the other end of the spectrum of games, but game budgets getting bigger and games get more expensive. Mm. Uh, so something something's got to give. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, we, we have some of Game Pass where it just makes you think, "Wow, why would I spend?" You know, seventy quid on a game I love. When actually, I, I know it'll come down in price within two weeks. Mm. Or, or, or I actually think about you know what I have got enough to play already on Game Pass or other things. Um, you know, it's amazing playing these like massive, huge budget games like you know, Last of Us and, and Days Gone and uh, Uncharted, that kind of stuff, God of War. But uh, yeah, I, and and I, I do I do appreciate what he's saying. You know, everyone basically says, "Oh yeah, that game looks alright," but I'll wait for it's wait till some you know wait till some sale. Mm. But you got. I mean, well, I suppose the the, the counter in some studios, but yeah, I suppose the counter argument to the Game Pass stuff is like, so you know, as a keen Game Pass user, um, like it hasn't stopped me buying games when I've had to. Right? It's not just like, oh, well, that's not on Game Pass, so I'm not gonna buy it. Like the fact that Game Pass is as good value for money as it is just frees up more of my cash to spend on the right games outside yeah. of Game Pass. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Monster Hunter Rise was, I mean, to be fair, I got that for like 35 quid, but there was no question of, of me getting that or not. There was no like, oh, fuck, I've got to pay for a game again. Like I didn't, I don't know, that, that didn't really come into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but there's so many millions out there who, you know, they're like, well, do I pay eight quid or 15 quid or whatever it is a month for Game Pass if I didn't mm-hmm. get a deal? Or do I buy this game for 70 quid which you know is like six or yeah. seven you know um months yeah, worth yeah. of game pass um but i but like i said like i said earlier i do see every, every time someone's like that looks all right but i'll wait for it it's on sale wait wait until it's mm-hmm. on sale wait until it's on sale i'm like obviously studios are a business and they try to make as much money as possible but then you hear mm-hmm. about budgets getting massive and it's not sustainable that's why prices are increasing and i mean i don't know how, how all that stuff works when like someone buys something on sale like so amazon say have all these copies of the game do they i mean i don't, I don't know how that works you know have they just 
are they taking yeah, a hit how do they, they report? getting a refund from the yeah. from Sony I, I don't know but yeah, cause I, yeah, I don't know the, the sort of the mechanisms of like so when I, yeah so if Amazon get a load of PlayStation games, do they pay? Do they only pay upon like do they only, do they only pay Sony upon having sold them? And that do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, we don't if know. Just paying... I mean, the only thing we do know is was that stuff with Epic, wasn't it? Where they were just like paying mm. loads of money to everybody to get them on the surface. So it's like, there are obviously deals that are done like this, you know, where they're, they're helping yeah. with like, you know, even like helping with like marketing costs and all that kind of thing. It's like, it definitely mm. goes on. But yeah. Do you, want, yeah. do you want to hear about what he said about piracy as well? Oh no, go on. He says, I can tell you that when we were doing Siphon Filter Dark Mirror on PSP, we got so fucked on Dark Mirror because piracy was a thing and Sony wasn't really caught up on what piracy was doing to sales. And we would show them torrents. A torrent site had 200,000 copies of Dark Mirror being downloaded. If I remember it right, the numbers could be wrong. But regardless, I was pissed about it then. I was like, this is money out of my pocket. Which, you oh, know. It's not, though. <laughs> that, that whole, like, you know, a, a pirated copy is a lost sale. It's never been true, has it? Because that'd be so many people who never had any intention of paying money for the game. Mm-hmm. But just for free, they, they would check it out. Yeah, but, so, but it's, it's still obviously going to massively hurt. I think yeah, at that it time, doesn't help obviously, but I think quoting the figure and, and sort of assuming each one of those is lost money yeah. is, is not. Yeah, that's, well, no, that's, that's true. But then also at that time, like PSP piracy was absolutely rampant. Like it was, yeah. it was one of the reasons why the platform didn't do, I think, as well as Sony had helped, hoped it was going to, because I, I don't mean, think they ever managed mm, to make the money back then, on software. But then piracy was rampant on the DS as well. Yeah, and that's that true. Did all right. Yeah. So, mm, don't know. Yeah, but I think weren't they? Wasn't like PSP? I don't know. We don't know. Like I was gonna say, like we we don't know. Like the PSP cost more to make than a DS or did or whatever. You know, it's mm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, an ex Nintendo designer says the F Zero isn't dead. It's just hard to bring back. So this is Takaya <laughs> uh, Imura, who was he's now retired. He was an artist mm-hmm. and designer who helped like on uh, Majora's Mask and created like Captain Falcon and Fox McCloud and stuff. And he hmm. said that, uh, yeah, if Zero isn't dead, it's just hard to bring back and without a very big idea like for it. So, I mean, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I see where he's coming from. I think in the case of F-Zero, it's been long enough mm-hmm. that like just a, a competent new F-Zero game that didn't even necessarily do anything particularly new would still be welcome. I, I would but argue then, that they have to do less than that. Just remaster <laughs> some of the best games. Well, well yeah. yeah, yeah. They've done that. They've done that. You see, they he says this about like you've got like Star Fox, for example. They keep mm. bringing that back, even though nobody asked them to, because <laughs> none of them have been that like have been particularly good. I mean, the last that's true because, like, on the one hand, it's like you know, obviously, this is what's so good about Nintendo is that they, generally speaking, they won't just fart out an HD remake, uh, Mario 3D Collection, notwithstanding. Um, like and you know they they will sort of insist on always innovating if they if they're going to bring something back, but then as you say like with that most recent Star Fox it was like why have you done this yeah. what well, what was it the one on the Wii U I can't remember what it was there called was the now. one on the Wii U which had like not very good controls although the, was, yeah the complaints really about that were overblown it was it was perfectly playable it was fine yeah. but it also was basically just a remake of Star Fox again. And like right. they've done that repeatedly with Star Fox, and mm-hmm. it's never been like you know as I mean probably the N sixty four one was the last actually good one, and that was a long time ago. Uh, they've there not was been... the the DS ones at Star Fox Command was yeah, it, it was, was very good, but it wasn't really yeah it wasn't really a Star Fox game was it? It yeah. was 
yeah. it's kind of like a strategy a game, right, which was, yeah, which was almost, actually, yeah. yeah, that was maybe not so bad. But um, yeah. And then, of course, you've got Starlink, which is technically the most recent Star Fox game if you buy <laughs> the uh, Switch version. Um, so, yeah, in the case of F-Zero, I think, yeah, like like Matt says, just like a, a really good remaster. Like if it, or, you know, if it's like all the same tracks, but made yeah. with, you know, modern tech and stuff. Um, I think people would be entirely yeah, I mean, up for that. Again, but- get a remaster out, see what the appetite is, see what, you know, yeah. it, and you can tell from that alone. If you say F-Zero is coming back or F-Zero is doing this or this is a remaster, remake, then th- that's a great indication of what it is without having to think of new ideas. Mm. I mean, I, I'm sure they, there's probably things they will probably have to modernize about even a remake or remaster. Pr- probably, I'm sure there'd be quality of life things that people would expect these days, but mm. at, at Just least to- get that out. Just do a re-release of F Zero X. That was the that was for me the best one. Yeah, you know, just put I was that gonna out. say I was gonna say GX, but uh, I mean, either way. I wasn't such a fan of GX because <laughs> for me it was too yeah. fast. That was the, the problem with it. I just I know I preferred F Zero X, I thought it was better. But you, you know, put no that speed out in for my like racing game, please. Ten or fifteen yeah. quid on the eShop. Mm-hmm. People people will lap it up. It would be yep. yeah, it, it would do well that. So sorry, James, I'm not sure if Discord went funny there, but I thought you just said ten or fifteen quid. This is Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. This will be yeah. fifty quid. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like the aesthetic of F Zero, like it, <laughs> it's always had a sort of weird, sort of retro future look, hasn't it? It's never been. I mean, maybe in the SNES days, it probably looked legitimately cool then. But so I don't even think I feel like you'd need to do much with the aesthetic of it because it's always been kind of silly. So, don't know. Yeah, I think that it could look really gorgeous on Switch. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And obviously, in the tracks they did for Mario Kart Eight, the you know F Zero themed ones were amazing. Some yeah, they were. Oh, just hearing the music so, again, wasn't it? Um, yeah, man. Uh, it was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. It's interesting. It says you know um, it's been quiet for nearly two decades, but it wasn't for lack of trying. And the quote mm. is that he's thought about it many times. Now, mm-hmm. I thought about running marathons many times. Doesn't mean <laughs> I tried. You know what I mean? You can think about something all you want. That doesn't sound like trying to me. I suppose it, it's yeah, it's just one of those where it's a case of having the right pitch for it, right, and getting someone at Nintendo to greenlight it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's <laughs> what you're referring to. Who but... love love a remaster? They love reselling the same game again and again. <laughs> yeah, but they also love making money as well, Matt. <laughs> it's like, that's why they keep re-releasing Mario Kart Eight, like because it's uh, it does very well. And uh, yeah, so they're probably just thinking we've got but that. They, we but don't there hasn't else. been one of these for so long that this could be another one that they can now keep re-releasing every five years with a. I don't know. I mean, please just give it a go. Please just give it a go, and if it bombs, it bombs, and then we never have to mention it ever again. You've got to release it, please. Yeah, it's got please, to happen. You've got to release it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because there's other F Zero esque games knocking around and red out like yeah red out which is apparently very good and but i don't know any like and that came out on switch and i don't know anyone who's played it mm. um obviously there was fast racing neo but that was a launch game so i think was, loads of people picked it up just because it was something to play it's, it's good funny though. though like the whole futuristic racer thing is kind of they don't exist that much though now do they like I mean, not really pacer recently or the, the, the pacer was great. wipeout yeah mm-hmm. Um, well, I wish. Yeah, like, Wipeout, really I mean, that's gone, isn't it? Like, that's just died. No one, you never. They're never going to release another one of those, unfortunately. It seems. Well, yeah, because Sony sacked everyone who yeah. made it. Um, but um, yeah, it's. I think I've mentioned this before, but like, Wipeout was always viewed as a uniquely like European thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, rest of the world never really. And I think like, yeah, I think that goes for sort of futuristic 
hover racing in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Okay, uh, Lego Super Mario has started crying out for Luigi. Although now right, we what, know what this is all about. So what is this? What's well, happened? There was a firmware update <laughs> which came out, right. yeah. and then what was happening was that Lego Mario was crying out for Luigi, like after you <laughs> woke him up or whatever, which is what? weird. When you and say so, crying out, like well, like, like he's making, afraid, or just saying like, "Hey, where's Luigi?" I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of like that. I think okay. I don't know. I've not, I've not, I've not investigated it to be honest. Um, <laughs> It's, this is why it's a shame Dave's not in here because he was really excited about this story. But yeah, 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 yeah. Just leave me cold. I mean, I mean, you could have looked into the story and and recalled what it said. It yeah, wasn't it's, interesting it's enough uh, for me. Sort of your job, Matt. <laughs> I didn't didn't want to do it. I just didn't care enough. Part of your job, baby. Part of your yeah. job. Read a news story. But anyway, we know now that this was because there's there was like a new uh, Super Luigi uh, starter course is coming out, mm-hmm. and it's coming out on the first of August. And it's 50 quid. And so that's what this was all about. It was kind of like a preamble to that uh, coming out, which it is. So what's the the Luigi one? Is it any different or is it just it's green and it says Luigi things instead of Mario things? Yeah, basically. There's a bunch of new... It does new stuff. There's a bunch of new like courses. There's a new like starter set and some other bits. Um, I watched the trailer today. And yeah, it looks good. Cool. Okay. Do, do, do you know what's really interesting about this? Is this week James was getting very indignant on WhatsApp about how he always makes loads of notes it's for true. each news story. <laughs> no, no, I do because I, I resent the fact that everyone just thinks all I do is just copy the headlines because I don't do that. Okay. I actually right. do make notes, but the thing is, is like often I include news stories here which mm. I personally am not very interested in, but I still <laughs> okay. have to include them because I know other people are going to want to you know like, talk about it. Like if Dave had been on, he'd have been loving talking about this. I'm certain. Yep. You know, yep. whereas I know that you two are not not so bothered. No, no, you know, I, I so it's not that this. I'm not. It's not that I'm not bothered. It's just that Isaac's too young. Like we've we've got like he's got some Duplo, right? And then yeah. we got and uh, New foolishly suggested that her parents get him some actual proper Lego for Christmas, and it's fucking liability every time he gets it out because mm-hmm. the bits are too small. He can't really make anything. He throws stuff around. It's a nightmare. So I don't want to risk any. Mario Lego, yeah, yeah. But one day, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's good. I mean, Ash has got some. He enjoys playing mm-hmm. with it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's all good stuff. Elodie is obsessed with Lego. Um, oh really? And even she was like, "Oh, Mario Lego, that sounds awesome, Dad." And it does, it does look awesome. But and then you just didn't but, buy her any. No, because she's got loads, of, loads of sets. But, it, but this, <laughs> I mean, I haven't got these. But like. What she loves about Lego is building sets that she gets with him on instructions and then deconstructing them and then building her own kind of things using yeah, exactly. bits. Like, but yeah, this, cool. this does this doesn't look like that. This feels like well, you build it, you play with it, and you deconstruct it, and you build it again. I mean, that's been the I thing wrong? that we found with Asher actually with this is that like he has like a lot of other Lego that he plays with all the time, just building stuff. You know, it's yeah, that's mostly what he does. That, that's what that's what Lego's so good about. Yeah, yeah but with for. this, he builds it and then he's like, okay, well I built it now and it's all like. As it's supposed to be, and like Mario can jump around. I don't want. He's just like, I don't want to take that's it apart. It. Like I'm just. It's and then he just looks at it for a while, and that's it. It's. I don't know. It's. <laughs> it's. It doesn't feel like it's as good at that as general Lego is. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, yeah. Mm. No. Because there's not enough pieces either to like start building. Like unless you start spending serious money on buying loads of them, you wouldn't have enough pieces to be able to like make like your own Mushroom Kingdom or whatever. You know, it'd be quite right, difficult yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's um. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, 
Next story is that PS4's internal clock battery could brick your console, apparently. Um, oh, Christ. So what this is, is that your PS4 can be rendered useless if the internal uh, clock battery dies, and you won't be able to play any PS4 games, like whether they're digital or copies on a disc. Now, the reason for this, apparently, is it's because of how trophies work. And what, what? this is... Well, no, cause, <laughs> trophies? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's because of the trophy system, because they built into this system... So that to stop people manipulating, uh, you know, manipulating the trophy system, it syncs yeah. with the clock, with the internal clock, to prevent you from doing that. You know, so right. you can't you can't sort of mess around with the with the time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So if the battery in the PS4 dies, then it means that it can't sync the trophy system properly, and nothing will play for some reason. It's like it doesn't Jesus. work properly. And the only way to correct it is if you just connect to PSN. Like if you connect to PSN, then it will it will reset the time properly and it will reset everything and it will be okay. But right. obviously the big problem here is if PSN goes away, then yeah. you're done. Like, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. I mean, you can replace the battery, but then that could still cause problems because you still wouldn't be able to sync properly. So oh, oh yeah, but if PSN goes away, we're all done anyway, surely. Well, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean that's that's the kind of the thing, isn't it? But yeah. uh, yeah, but that's that's the thing. It's I mean, but you don't get that with other consoles, do you? Really, like where I mean, if if I if I go and get my Xbox 360 out of the garage now, I can plug that in and I can play disc games at least, even if the mm-hmm. the battery is dead or whatever. I can still do that. Whereas with yeah, this, yeah. it will it won't be possible, which sounds terrible. Jesus. Although yeah, the- they have said that. I mean, Sony can fix it with a firmware update, though. Apparently, so yeah, okay. that could be a nice resolution. Well, that's a bloody head. Well, yeah, they probably won't. But um, I mean. <laughs> I mean, this was the you know the bad news Sony story of the week because there usually seems to be one every week these days. You know, there's something <laughs> they've done which is like terrible. But mm-hmm. we did have some better news this week because mm-hmm. they have now U-turned on the PS3 and Vita store shutdowns. So hell of a week for U-turns, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this was good news, obviously. Um, I, I assume it's just because everyone kicked off and they've listened, which is nice. It's not like them, really, is it? Yeah. I mean, do you, want, do you want the quotes? I've got the full yeah. quote here. So, mm-hmm. first of all, Jim Ryan said, it's clear that we made the wrong decision. And then he said, recently we notified players that PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today I'm happy to say that we're keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP uh, commerce functionality will retire on the 2nd of July 2021 as planned. When we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability to refocus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future, so I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. So, I mean, basically, they're just like they're just going to keep paying money for those servers, aren't they, for a bit longer? Is yeah, what's going on? But uh, yeah, do. I mean, so right, so the PSP store is still going, right? Uh, but, at the moment, yes, but it will but be shut ye- down, right? But you'll still be able to get PSP stuff for the Vita, I assume. Yes, I presume cool. so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good thing. I mean, most Vitas don't work anymore because the the batteries start inflating <laughs> over time. Have you ever seen oh, that? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's it's something to do with the batteries they use in the Vita. Uh, sorry, the PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, they sort of deteriorate and they start expanding like a carton of gone off orange juice or something. Oh, nice! And they stop working. So there and you go. As we just discussed, like, the CMOS battery was also going to screw PSP. So it's a 
Yeah, stick on ah, time. Ah, right, bomb. okay. Mm-hmm. It's the same problem, like Vita, PS3, uh, Jesus. Yeah, PSP. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's good that yeah, they, goodness. you know, heard all the feedback and they said, yeah, this is shit actually, isn't it? Uh, so it's good. <laughs> See, what, what's frustrating about this is that, I mean, Sony are having all this trouble, and the reason this is such a big problem is because, like, with Xbox... Yeah, there's the backwards compatibility and stuff will still work. You know, like stuff mm. that I bought ages ago will still work. Whereas with Sony, their their backwards compatibility stuff has been not great, has it really, yeah. over the last couple of generations. So the only option is using original hardware, which is which mm. is terrible. And hasn't uh, Jim Ryan been quite vocal about just not really understanding why people would play yes. old games as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't He's, care about um, preservation, does he? Which is yeah. which is shitty. And obviously, you know, someone's looked at a spreadsheet where they've gone, well, "Hang on, the servers cost us X amount, and this is how much we make in sales." And it's it, we're losing money kill it um but again it's one of those things where it's like look for the cost of keeping the service alive it's worth it for the goodwill and that's what we've seen you know microsoft take advantage of with their whole backwards compatibility thing is that you know when they first made the decision it was like well they're just trying to win people over but well, you know it's nice of them i guess and now it's like for me it's quite an integral part of why the series s is so cool yeah because the other night i played skate three with some of my friends and it worked and it was brilliant mm-hmm. And it's like that's a that's now that's like a ten year old game at this point, um, like that's amazing. So, so they yeah. could have said at some point they could have said all these PS3 and, and Vita games, we could just put them all on PS now, and then yep. somebody was like, yep. what what's PS now? You know, <laughs> why would we do that? It's uh, oh, never mind. Anyway, yeah. so sorry, um, just speaking about the CMOS battery, you didn't mention the PlayStation Five issue as well because following that that CMOS issue that people found out then they also looked in the ps5 and ps5 has the same issue except that it, it will still play some physical games it just won't play digital games so yeah. it's, it's got the same problem as or as all the previous sony consoles have it's uh, probably but, one of those things isn't it it's because it's all tri- tied to the like the trophy system and mm. whatever like sony's like web stuff is it's probably you know, remember when they when the, when psm went down because it turned out they were using ancient like uh, software or whatever for it. It's probably yeah. something like that where they just can't change it now because it's it was started, yeah. you know, in like two thousand and two or something, and they've never bothered bothered upgrading it. And clearly, the battery running out is not a thing that was tested for. I'd be keen to hear if that's like, like if that is like an unforgivable oversight or if that's pretty standard practice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, it feels like it's standard practice in PlayStation or Sony consoles, <laughs> but. <laughs> Less than others. I, mm. I I also like there's loads of people also mentioning, you know, the massive PlayStation hack and you know, were that to happen, people won't be able to play their games. And yeah, it's mad it's happened like ten years ago, but like it was down for twenty three days. Yeah. That's crazy. That was down, down, like, down a long time and it's really Jesus. bad. Twenty three days now. Imagine that yeah. it's like you can't I mean it's nothing in the grand scheme of things, I guess, but it's like but wow, you get away with it down now, for twenty three yeah. days. Yeah. It was like around Christmas time, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, this God. that is what's crazy because I mean that's when disc games obviously were still like the majority, I guess. So it was yeah. So it wasn't, less it wasn't the end of the world because you'd still have yeah. your, your disc library. Whereas now, yeah, not so much. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, there's been an mm-hmm. Xbox Series X slash S update so that you can see which games you've got in Quick Resume, which is well, there great. hasn't yet, has there? This is no, no. it's like insiders only or something. Yeah, for the moment, this um, is for insiders. Um, yeah. But, what you'll be able to do is that you can then see which games are um yeah are currently active or there's a state saved and you can close them as well uh, which is mm-hmm. which is handy so this is good i mean it, that's one of those things i've always wanted actually is to be able to have a look and see what's what's opening cuz i mean mm. i found quick resume is generally great but 
I still sometimes get some games that don't come out of it properly. And um, yeah, it's weird. Um, like and yeah, and we've said like it's it's quite flaky with some games, but at least like obviously I'd just rather it was more consistent. But at least making it obvious and being a bit transparent about what's being quick resumed and what isn't yeah um would yeah be really useful like cause i've been really surprised by stuff that does support it like i've i've played um quite a bit of prey mm-hmm. um not not enough to talk about it on the show really yet because it's quite a big game but um yeah like the quick resume on that is absolutely perfect and that's not like a brand new game and it's had the uh, 60 frames boost as well mm-hmm. um, oh, right. so although it's not a series s um you know enhanced game like it looks and runs beautifully like the the enhanced like and the loading times are like non-existent and everything mm-hmm. so well impressed with that but yeah so this is good good news it is um mm. okay before i get on to what was originally my last news story there's a yeah. couple of other things happened. I mean, there's this... Jeff Kaplan has left Blizzard Entertainment. So yeah. he was the Overwatch director. Which, I mean, yeah. I mean, none of us are big Blizzard guys, are we? But I gather he's been there, what was it, nearly 20 years? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I've seen, like, a lot of people on Twitter, like, genuinely quite upset about this. Because, <laughs> like, like, Overwatch especially means a lot um, mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, people are gutted about this, man. I wonder what um, why. I mean, is there any reason why we discovered yet? Because I've you know, no, he's, uh, I've, I've read his his like you know parting statement, and it just mentions like going you know moving on to new things. It's all quite vague. Um, I mean, they're working on Overwatch too, right? I think that's that's now being handed yeah, that's been to yeah. Um, you would have thought he would want to see that through, but I mean, who knows? Who knows what his reasons are for for moving on? But yeah. Uh, what you said earlier, Sean, I thought you said, yeah, none of us are big lizard guys. <laughs> no, yeah, well, well, that is also true. I mean, that's, that's, there's also a lot of truth in that, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what a little story we had this, this week, James. <laughs> I mean, the other the other one was, I mean, Discord are now ended talks with Microsoft, so that's good. That looks like that's <laughs> that's not happening now, so that's uh, that's a good thing. Discord, do, we know, do we know why that, that fell apart? They just said they decided they wanted to keep expanding the business as a standalone company was the thing so well this was what yeah. we said wasn't it like it, discord was clearly like doing really well it didn't when we first talked about the story we were saying like it didn't really make a huge amount of sense why they would sell to microsoft like it was such a strong um brand in, in and of itself and we we're saying like you know if microsoft did buy them they'd better just keep it as discord and not like rebrand it or anything which they definitely um, would well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course so, they wouldn't. They wouldn't rebrand it. Like they haven't rebranded GitHub or LinkedIn or anything, have they? They wouldn't be able to stop themselves, Matt. It would become something <laughs> but to do with Microsoft done Teams. With massive properties. It would be something would. like Microsoft Teams. They have done it with other stuff. They did it with all the other stuff that they bought. You know, like all like their email apps they bought. You know, calendar stuff. All of that they all got merged into whatever they wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, but none of them are like massive brands. Well, yeah, I guess so. In fact, like, the three massive ones they bought, Skype, GitHub, and LinkedIn, they haven't rebranded them to Microsoft or whatever. It's well, the smaller the, the things they can in, bring into their um, existing services, yeah, sure. But these are properties you would hope that they would keep them their branding to themselves. I mean, Skype for business is getting shit-canned, isn't it? That's, yeah, they're, you just, they're you, getting you use Teams now. I mean, yeah, um, Skype was a joke before, and it's a, a Skype, it's a joke now, but it's not Microsoft. <laughs> S. It's not. It's not. It's not Microsoft Voice or whatever. It's still Skype. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> for better point. or for worse. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, good. 
happy with this. Just seems like it's just funny, isn't it? Like I know if you were looking for the detail, it's probably there. But the amount of times that you hear a story that's like, "Oh, this has happened," and then two weeks later, no, it hadn't, and now it isn't happening at all. Actually, was, the deal was never actually done. Um, they were just in talks, um, and yeah, falling apart. Yeah, and it'll be worth a lot more. You know, they'll leave it a few years, and the person yeah. who do actually acquire it. Or they get quiet, they'll get a lot more money. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and sure. obviously all, all the talk about like whether or not it makes sense for them to sell. Like, if there's a, a core team there, obviously have worked on Discord since day one, and then suddenly Microsoft are on the phone, then someone says, hey, "Microsoft are on the phone." They say we don't have to work ever again if we hand this over. <laughs> like, obviously, there's there's an appeal to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you um, definitely start talks if it doesn't work yeah. out. You're like, this is worth it, and yeah, 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 yeah. stupid say, nah. Uh, yeah. l- let's hear your pitch. Let's hear what mm. you. Sorry, yeah, yeah. we're you're part of Microsoft Office. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else, James? Last story. Last yep. thing we got is um, mm. there was also Capcom had their Resident Evil showcase um, uh-huh. at the end of last week, and I mean they kicked off with a new Village trailer, which showed clips from the beginning of the game, which was mm. um, yeah pretty good, I guess. And then they announced these two new demos that have come out, which is really weird, like the way that they've done this, because both were time-limited to 30 minutes only, and you could only play them... Well, it was only on PS4 and PS5, wasn't it, as well? Like, yeah, so initially. And, yeah, initially, you, well, commonly, you can only... Oh, sorry, you can only have access to the first one, and you'll only be able to access the second one on PS4 and 5. Yeah. yeah, and right. only for one day. Is that right? Is it only for one a day? day. It was six hours. Six hours. You had a six-hour window off. to yeah. play what the game, and you had half an hour limited time to play the demo within yeah. that six-hour window. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It was yeah, very, very strange. Annoying. It's really strange. And they what they did was they they released the village section first, which came out. It was we could play it on Sunday, wasn't it? Like uh, last Sunday, mm. we could play it. Yeah. And then there's another one coming out. Is it this coming Saturday? Is, Sunday is, is, again? This coming. This coming Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Which was it's just going to focus on the castle. Uh, is the idea. But the the time limit thing is if, very strange. What if you're busy? You might be at church on a Sunday. Were you at church, James? No. He I wasn't was, uh, church. No. I was, uh, I was streaming this game actually. Not <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, no, like I, you know, I understand that, like a bit of an air of exclusivity around the demo, but fucking six hours. Yeah. So sorry, I, just for anyone correcting me, it's actually eight hours apparently. Oh, okay. So eight hours well, I mean, that doesn't, right, doesn't change much. <laughs> uh, but eight hours, yeah, uh, for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's so restrictive that surely loads of people are just going to miss out. Yeah, almost certainly. But no, I'm fine. Um, uh, but 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 the one that's out on all on all platforms, you'll have uh, twenty four hours to play that, and a maximum oh, well. of sixty minutes because you'll be playing both of the demos. Right, but you have twenty four hours in which okay. to play. Yeah, fair enough. Um, was so, there anything else, or do you want to go on to talk about well, your experience of the demo, James? Um, well, there are some other things. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? No, no, no. Let's talk about the rest of the stuff as announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that out first. Okay. So, I mean, to be honest, I mean, the rest of the stuff wasn't... I don't think it was terribly interesting. They had... They, okay. Villages, mercenaries mode. They they talked about Oh, that. that's big. Yeah, a lot yeah. of works wanted that, didn't they? So, like, Because yeah. I, you know, as you know, can't do scary games, but I fucking love a bit of mercenaries. Mm-hmm. So that's... I, I, I mean, if it's fully, you know, fully fleshed out, I'd almost consider looking into getting it just for that. It, it looks it looked really good from uh, mm. just from the trailer they put out. And, you know, mm-hmm. It looks nice because obviously it's a you know the RE engine anyway and yeah, yeah, first mm-hmm. person and uh, 
You, well, I've never played a mercenaries mode. So what, what, what's the overview of a mercenaries mode? It's basically like an arcade mode. So, so like you'll just be in like a bit of the, the village or whatever, and it's just like waves of baddies coming at you. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool being able to play like a bit of Resident Evil, but like you know, really just focusing on the combat and like sort of you know being inventive with it. Um, yeah, and it was it was Resi Four that did the first one, right? Um, and then oh, it was in Five right. as well, and was arguably the best bit of didn't Resident two, Evil Five. Didn't Two have yeah. mercenaries as well? Wasn't it? Oh, did that? it? I'm oh, sure it did. Yeah, there was there was like um, there was like extra game modes with stuff with oh, things okay. like that. Mm. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's a much more sort of arcadey. Like obviously, it's still pretty scary at times, but there's no like z- you know zero narrative. It's just a uh, um, yeah, just you're in basically an arena and mm-hmm. you're just shooting zombs. It's good fun. Uh, then so then they also talked. Well, they didn't really. They they mentioned the Resident Evil like Reverse, which is the competitive multiplayer, um, as being free for village owners as well. But there was okay. no further details of that. And then there was a trailer for Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which is this CGI series that's coming out on Netflix, which is Leon oh, yeah. and Claire, and it's coming in July this year, and it's set uh, after Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it's got okay. the same voice actors from the game, isn't it? I oh, wicked. I think mm-hmm. it's one of them, at least, is that? Yeah. So, and I mean, I, um, I obviously knew, Sorry. oh, wow, there's going to be Resident Evil movies, this sounds amazing, and like a Netflix series. And then mm. when I heard it CGI, not live action, I was a bit like, mm, okay, I'm a bit... A bit well, I, I don't know. Be... I think the CGI is probably a better bet. The live-action Resident Evil movies have not been great, have they? <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but when they say, you know, wow, it's like a, it's a Netflix series, already in my mind, I was like, okay, well, this, you know, I feel like they would put more put more into it, or I, that gave me yeah. more confidence that yeah, yeah. it could be a reboot, it could be something exciting. Anyway, whatever. I mean, you know, CGI Netflix, is what it is. Netflix managed to put out a good Castlevania yeah, series, so that, anything can happen. <laughs> that's true. That Castlevania series was excellent. I really yeah. enjoyed that. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so if it's anything of that kind of quality, then I'll be in for this. <laughs> what, what Mind you, it? the Dragon's Dogma one was shite. I was going to so. ask about yeah. Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. So was that just bad, Sean? <laughs> I was just boring. It was sort of, like, simultaneously too similar and yet not enough like the games, uh, or game, rather. Um, it was just, yeah, just not particularly interesting, sadly. Um, and just like some genuinely bad animation and, and parts and stuff. So yeah, I, I didn't make it past the first episode, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So when I heard the CGI, I was a bit like, oh, okay, I was a bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll definitely check this out just to see what it's like. Totally, James. Yeah, James. I thought, well, I didn't know you were saying to me that the next. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> your anyway. selection, mate. Oh, no Anything else? Okay, uh, then there was also this live-action film, which is uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, which apparently is yeah. finished filming now and is in post-production. Yeah, which I am interested in. Why? Who's, who's in it? What? Anyone uh, famous? I don't know, but I, I assume it's like a reboot. And uh, Well, yeah, hopefully yeah. it'll be better than the other... As I said, the other films were dreadful, <laughs> Matt. <but laughs> yeah, I it wouldn't take much. <laughs> they yeah, I, I've good. only seen like, the first couple. and was, There's like seven, wasn't it? Is that, there's absolutely loads yeah, of there's them. There's fucking loads of them, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, are they genuinely bad, or are they just not like the games? I don't, I don't well, they're not like the games them. and bad. Mm. Like they're okay. just not very good, apparently. But yeah, yeah okay. Failure on both fronts. Cool. Yeah. Uh, there's also Resident Evil is joining uh, Dead by Daylight. Um, there are going to be more announcements about that by the 25th of May. I don't even know what that is. So yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, so what date? You know, 
what the game what, what is dead, dead by, by daylight? daylight i don't even know what it is what is it it's um it's a it's a multiplayer game where one of you plays uh people trying to escape the other one or someone else plays a killer you know jason Voorhees or whatever mm. and it's yeah it's it's like if you're trying to escape you're trying to like light up these generators you need to like light up a certain amount of generators to like power the gate to get out it's it's you know it's it's huge, isn't it's it? It's like an excellent game, yeah. It's yeah. Done, okay. done incredible in terms of you know sales and everyone's always streaming on Twitch and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I don't know about it, anything about it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's, so yeah, there's going to have Resident Evil stuff in it. Um, then also, Capcom have also announced like Resident Evil 4 VR uh, for Oculus Quest 2, which is being developed Ooh. by Armature. And uh, yeah, it's basically oh, fair dues. the whole That'd game, good. Uh, but uh, in VR. So that yeah. sounds good. Oh, will I first... be too scared to play it? Because obviously I've played and finished Resi 4. It's fucking great. So it's one of the few I can actually... Cause, you know, yeah, because it's, it's not scary it's, at Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, it's not really a horror game. <laughs> yeah. But will, will VR put me over the edge? Will that be too much? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that's a streaming series. Absolutely. It could well be, yeah. Waiting to happen. Yeah. So th- this is actually the first Oculus Quest 2 exclusive. We've also ah, had okay. Well. I wondered when we'd start yeah. seeing those. Interesting. Um, I'm going to see more. Oculus have got a show on the was it, yeah, 21st of April where they go show loads of other gaming stuff. So, oh, cool. Uh, and we'll see more about it then. But no, I'm... Um, yeah, I, I, it was interesting from the trailer. Um, I've only mm. got Quest 1, so... Uh, well... You know, I've got to be able to play it. But, you know, I mean, I think it's sort of... It's sort of... I don't know. I'm trying to think how I, how I feel about Quest 2 exclusives. Obviously, I've got a Quest 2, so I'm fine. <laughs> but... It's like on the one hand, the Quest 2 is definitely like, you know, done incredibly well. And I think it's like the one that a lot of people are aware of now, like, um, like regular consumers, you know, aren't necessarily like obsessed with VR. I think it's, it's, you know, in terms of visibility, it's done really well, but also like the Quest 1. I mean, A, it's not that much worse, like specs wise, is it? Like there's not a huge amount separating the two and also. The Quest One was only around for like what two, three years before the Quest Two came out. So I'd be pretty sick if I'd bought a Quest One and suddenly Quest Two exclusives are coming out. Don't know. Yeah, it's. Um, I didn't know when we when we when we get these, but obviously this mm. game is, you know, demanding enough that it requires Quest Two uh, hardware. Yeah. But then um, it's, it's Resident Evil Four. It's well old. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, I can't wait to see more about that to see what it's actually like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I will not be playing that game, but I would like to because, <laughs> um, yeah, I like a bit of Resident Evil in VR, even though it is generally terrifying. But uh, <laughs> although Resident Evil Four isn't, so that'd be okay. <laughs> no. Look, I'm just saying when the if getting my head taken off with a chainsaw in VR is not going to be. Oh God, I wonder if it like you your first person view like plops on the ground. That would be. That's <laughs> although yeah, like, yeah, that might make me feel sick. But, uh, yeah, that sounds. Yeah, oh, let's hope so. I mean, even like the inventory and all that stuff. Did you watch the trailer, you two? I didn't know. Sorry. Yeah, even like the kind of, obviously it's all in three D because that's what VR is. But all like the inventory stuff is all kind of you know in your face and yeah. Okay. I, I hope it. I hope it's good. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be really good. All right. But speaking of Resident Evil, James, mm. I know I I played the Resident Evil Village demo. I did stream it um the other night. And yeah, yeah, I watched I mean, quite a bit of it. It was good. I had problems with the microphone as usual, but then it worked out and it was fine. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's only thirty minutes, so there's not really much mm-hmm. there, you know, to be able to or talk about in sort of depth. I generally enjoyed it, but it, it didn't wasn't... look like didn't look like you got to actually play much. Um, 
Seemed like a mean? lot of cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, there, there were quite a lot of cutscenes, and mm. you you got like a feeling for the environment and everything. And that mm. was one of the things which I was a bit disappointed with. And in general, I'm a bit disappointed with 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 Village actually, because mm-hmm. to me it doesn't feel scary at all compared with Seven. Like Seven, I found very unsettling to play. It was mm-hmm. it was very uncomfortable to go through that house and just like you know the even the jump scares and stuff were horrible in that game. And in a very mm. effective way, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was very sort of thrilling. This. I didn't feel that at all. I felt very little in terms of like the atmosphere, in terms of it being sort of like a horror game or scary at all. It feels much more like this is a fantasy game uh, than than a than a horror game. In the same way that this is one of the reasons why Resident Evil Four, although it's a very good game, is not one of my favourite in the series because I I'm less keen on on that sort of direction when they go in, in that in that sort of way with the mm-hmm. sort of like fancy elements. I mean this. This felt like I was like Van Helsing or something like that, rather than <laughs> rather than like a horror film, uh, which is kind of a, a, for me is a bit of a shame. But it mm-hmm. did still look incredible, and uh, it was still it was still fun to play, especially with the dual sense stuff because it had all that sort of like you know it was harder to pull the triggers back and things like that, which was quite mm. fun. I mean, the best bit, the bit that I enjoyed the most was when I was going through like these um like this tall grass and there's all like movement around you and you can't see and it's like you know whether something's going to suddenly pop out at you and then it did and uh, it was good it's uh, but i don't know it's still for me in terms of like enjoying it as a horror game i wasn't really digging that uh, quite so much i think but um maybe so did you think the first demo uh, did you think that was more atmospheric than this one I think so. Yeah, it it definitely. Um, yeah, if if that definitely felt more atmospheric. That's why I'm hoping that the castle demo. I'm going to get more from that in the um, in the next week. But just in general, like the when you watch the cutscenes and you watch the like the trailers they've released for it, it doesn't feel like a horror game to me. Which I know doesn't matter. Like, but it's just <laughs> I really liked Seven and I really like what they did with that and like how it mm. really did feel like a scary game. Like again, like in the same way that uh, you know the first first one maybe did as well you know when it when it first came out and this feels to me like a bit of a step back from that um from trying to make something you know that this feels more like a sort of like an action fantasy thing which i'm less into but Mm. i'm still definitely going to play it i mean i've ordered it and uh, i'm sure it'll be very good seven yeah i um i actually reminded you didn't i on sunday it's like james i know you've got it downloaded but make sure demo today we can play it from Mm -hmm. i I said mistakenly four but it's actually six Mm -hmm. uh and then i failed to play it in time uh (laughs) because something came up uh so i just watched i watched uh, a stream on twitch instead actually no i watched your stream i watched i watched your video today james Mm -hmm. and uh, it looks excellent um I think you're probably right. It definitely looks less intense than Resident Evil 7, which I didn't play. And I always feel like I will want to play it, but it looks like it'd be too much for me. Uh, and some people, I think, like Capone Adams said in your chat, or oh, even Matt be a, or Matt would be able to handle this because yeah, it is less scary. Could. But I mean, I, I, I was watching like the uh, your stream, and I was it's not like I was like, you know, cowering behind the couch or anything, but I was, I, I was like, well, this seems quite, quite intense when you again. When you were in that long grass and like the werewolves mm-hmm. or whatever it was were you know popping around mm. you and uh, I don't know but it, it it looks fantastic I mean like the graphically graphically it looks amazing and it just yeah I think the atmosphere I, I know you said you weren't into the atmosphere as much or maybe it wasn't as oppressive as the stuff you loved from Seven but mm. just when you met like these other villagers and you got pushed into that barn and you kind of everyone's all freaking out because people are missing and stuff um, you know all, all, all that looks awesome i've i've i over the last like few months i've been watching a bit of like um f- like i can't remember what they call it but i kind of basically like kind of folklore horror 
get oh. at films like The Witch, um, mm. which is that kind of stuff, and to a lesser extent, films like Midsummer. Um, mm. And and I definitely got kind of The Witch vibes from watching you play that, uh, watching you play that game, where it's you know it's something. I mean, although this is definitely much more fantastical with werewolves and and other stuff. And I think you mentioned actually when you played it, like. Uh, uh, and I know you said it, you felt like it was a bit of a silly statement when you said it on stream, but, you know, Resident Evil 7 felt much more grounded, much more realistic, whereas this will have, you know, big, huge monsters and um, werewolves and stuff, and maybe that you won't enjoy that as much. Nine feet yeah. tall, sexy yeah. vampire women. Is she, yeah. She's not in that demo, is she? I think she's going to be in the next one. Probably almost certainly, I should think so, yeah. yeah. They've also said, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't read too much into it, so maybe the clues were there, but yeah, she's basically going to be like a Mr. X-style right, character yeah, that yeah, follows you yeah. around the mansion. Um, and everyone's just and, been going, oh no, pl- oh no, she's back, oh please don't catch yeah, me, oh look, she's exactly. caught me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, don't really love, don't want to be chased, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so I'm really... I'm not sure if if I will get it because I, I want to. It looks amazing, and watching on stream was like, "Hey, this looks brilliant." Every, pretty much every bit about it, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit. Of I'll a tell you what, Matt. I mean, I, I'm I'm getting it anyway, so I can I can send it up to you after <laughs> I'm done with it, and you can try it if you want. Because oh, uh, yeah. well, no, what will happen is I say I'm not getting, I'm not getting. I'll see a review and I'll buy it. I'm like, why isn't it here yet? Why isn't it here yet? And then I'll leave it for two weeks and then I'll maybe start <laughs> playing it but no it, it looks amazing and this is obviously one of the big titles that's actually coming out in the next you know yeah. weeks and months so um, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I want it I mean I, I am, I'm not going to play Resident Evil 7 maybe ever and certainly not before this so I may yeah. just watch like a you know a catch up thing to see what the story is about because mm-hmm. seven, but they, they won't even, even necessarily be linked will they and, uh, there, there is they there is links okay. between it yeah in terms uh, okay, of the characters okay. but yeah, I don't think it's um, I don't think it would really matter if you if you hadn't played uh, seven. So yeah. I, I knew some no. of the characters were like, similar, but I, in my mind, this was this like, directly follows on. Is that not the case? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, but again, oh, I don't okay. think it really matters. You know, <laughs> so right, you okay. could yeah. still probably get yeah. quite a lot from it. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm not sure if it's like an official one, but I saw some people say, "Oh, watch this video to catch up on Resident Evil 7. So maybe Capcom will put out like an official kind of you know catch up video mm-hmm. if people didn't play that game, but. No, this looks amazing. Well, when's the game actually out? Uh, very soon. I don't actually know the date, but I know it's about... It's less than a month away, I think. Right. And I typically buy everything on Xbox for multi-platform, but I think with like the PlayStation triggers and stuff, I think, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, think mm-hmm. I might play... I think I'm, if I were to get it, I probably would get it on PS5 because I want to see what... This, yeah, I just want to play more games which have, you know, we utilize the triggers in a, in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny, like... So, like Normally, when a new console generation lands, it's like every big game that comes out, it's like, ah, but which which platform has the best version? Whereas since the you know the series and the PS5 came out, there's not been that many big games where that's been a thing. Not really. You know what no. I mean, there's not no, been any huge releases that are multi-platform, and then it's like, ah, clearly the Xbox was the lead format or, or whatever. There's just been none of that. I mean, which you know, good. Because that stuff doesn't really like there shouldn't be any differences between the versions. Ideally, um, but yeah, I don't know. Just seems like I feel like that was a huge thing and just hasn't been this generation so far. I'm sure. Well, probably it's partly because hardly any games have come out. And Whereas, yeah, it yeah. probably. I mean, that's one of those things that I think will probably become bigger as time goes on, won't it? You know, as, as people start to exploit different parts of the hardware and yeah, you know, that kind of thing. 
True, and especially when, like, you know, the sort of post-Microsoft purchase Bethesda stuff starts coming out and it's going to be like, well, it's on the PS5, but, like, it's not really... (laughs) I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, Have you played anything else, James? Uh, The only other thing I've played quite a lot this week is Super Mario 3D World. And it's because, you know, I I said I got got to the end and then I kind of stopped because I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Yeah. Um, because it was annoying me, I decided I wanted to hate myself even more, and I went back to it. <laughs> and um, of I spent you did. brilliant. I spent quite a lot of time going through the whole game again and finishing the game with different what? characters as what? well. Again, what? the whole game again? Yeah, with with different characters. Like I went through you know, with the other characters as well. I'm now okay. at a stage where all I've got to do is the final final level, which is the Champions Road one, with like the last with the five characters, and I've completely 100%ed the whole thing. Um, because I went back and I did the um, this. I was stuck on this challenge, which was it's this like thirty star challenge, which is ridiculous because it's one of those things where you have to do it like flawlessly because there's like a right. time limit and you have to do like thirty stars one after the other completely flawlessly. If you make any mistakes at all, then you're it's not gonna not gonna happen. And mm. it's amazing because it it really is. It's one of those. The thing with Mario games is it really is like you just have to get in the zone with it and you just have to keep trying and then eventually you figure it out and like. Yeah, the muscle memory in your fingers or whatever does the job and then you, you do it. And it's like I did that challenge like twice in a row, like perfectly. And even though before it had taken me weeks to, to do that, you know, to get to <laughs> you know to, to being able to do it. So I know that I can finish this now hundred percent. I just need to do this final level. But it's really annoying me because there's a section in it that I just can't get past at the moment. And it's like I can do it, <laughs> but not reliably. Like I can do it like maybe I don't know. Uh, two times out of every ten, and it's annoying because I can. It, it means that I'm, I'm sure if I can start to do that bit reliably, then I'll be able to get through the whole thing. But it just hasn't happened yet, and I know that I'm just going to have to sit down for a couple of hours and just keep doing it over and over until I've done it. And I know this sounds insane, but I do get a genuine feel of massive accomplishment from doing this. So even though it is irritating me and I'm shouting quite a lot when I'm playing it, I am enjoying myself <laughs> despite what my wife thinks um, about this. It's uh, I, the other well. day because I. I I got really angry because one of the things that was annoying with the 30 star challenge is that it's it's time limited so every single stage that you have to do is that you've only got like 10 seconds to do it in as soon as you've defeated everything or done whatever the star appears but the clock doesn't stop so on numerous occasions it was like I got stuck or something so I I'd done it, but I couldn't get the star to like move on to the next bit, and I screamed mm. quite a few, like quite quite a few times, and then like Chen came in, and she was just like looked at me, and I was like, "Don't judge me, don't judge me," you know, just like <laughs> I was like, "I'm enjoying myself here, okay? It may not sound like it, but I am enjoying myself." And See, it- I just I when when I'm doing something like that, I just sort of go quiet, mm-hmm. and there will be like. You know, if she's sort of just hanging around, she'll like ask me a question. I'd be like, "Just give me a minute, not now." <laughs> like I never, I never like lash out. And, and, I, and obviously, because she's like barely paying attention, she doesn't even realise that I'm like having a hard time doing a, a bit in a game or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know me; I don't tend to play games where that's a thing anymore, anyway. But um, yeah, it's just like it's not like it's this sort of self-loathing of not being able to do it, and then also like it sort of compounds itself by also having additional self-loathing for being annoyed at myself for something as stupid as not being able to do a bit in a computer game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like not only do I like feel bad about not being able to do it, but I also feel stupid about feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just I think it's more like it's just embarrassment for me. No, I just like I, I vocalise my irritation. Like because it, it really well, you know, does annoy me. 
to an extent, that's probably healthy. <laughs> but it's but as I said, it's funny because I do I do enjoy it. Like it is mm-hmm. even and the thing is, is like I don't generally nowadays like try and like finish things like hundred percent. Like I don't do that so much anymore as I did when mm-hmm. I was younger. Because you know when you when you're younger, you don't have that many games, so you often spend time just yeah, yeah. playing. You know everything. You know to within an inch of its life. Whereas with this, you know, I don't do that. But I still like to do it with these with Mario like platformers because and it's one of those things where I feel like the time when I can't do that anymore is the time when I'm probably finished. Like in terms of being able to play games. You know, it's time like, to die. You know, because I still yeah, I still want to <laughs> still challenge myself to be able to do that. And I I love it. It's it's fantastic. So I think like with with Mario games, yeah, there's you know we always say it's like most Mario games you sort of finish them quote unquote and then a load more stuff opens up and it and it's not like it's not just you know like oh it's super hard mode it's like more interesting stuff yeah like so it's like the developers want you to feel like you've accomplished something but then but they do really want you to try the the later stuff yeah um so yeah totally totally get that it's funny because like I just you know I finished the the you know the thirty star challenge or whatever. And like Chem was sitting next to me, and I was just like, "That that was pure skill." Like, and then she just looked, she just looked at me with such disdain. Like it was like she just like such sort of pity. And I was like, Come "Looking on. at you like you could have picked up a musical instrument in the time it's taken you to do." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. I was like, "I am actually good at this game. I am very good at this game, actually." And uh, yeah, she looked like utter contempt, like really, which is a shame, but. I no, nearly I showed uh, the other week. I tweeted a clip from Monster Hunter where, long story short, I managed to do. Um, so I play with the sword and shield, right? And one of the moves is where you, you sort of you do a slide, and if you connect with it, you like do like a like an uppercut. You like jump into the air, and then you can then either do like a slash or a shield bash like downward again. And basically, yeah. So I went for the shield bash, and the monster sort of went to attack me. But then I perfectly connected with the shield bash and like fucking like broke its the horns off or whatever and it was fucking amazing. And I was a bit like, I want to show my wife this. <laughs> this <laughs> I'm really proud. <laughs> I didn't know, mm-hmm. but maybe I should. Uh, Sean, you should have both recorded your footage and then and then record yourself crying and send that to her and say, look what I've just look at this and just just to see <laughs> her reaction a photo of me with a single tear down my face this is how I felt yeah. when I did this it's like, it was amazing I've never felt as happy in my life yeah wedding fuck that yeah. <laughs> best day of my no, life it's, it's <laughs> the reason I love this as well is it's just like it's something that I don't know this sounds pathetic but you know it gives me feeling you know like doing this and that's why I enjoy it it's like I yeah, still yeah. get a rush from doing this and it's great it's, it's no, good absolutely yeah, yeah. And that's it. Cool. That's what I played this week. Absolute nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute fucking loser. <laughs> Enjoy your little oh, games. It's, it's the uh, it's just the adrenaline rush, isn't it? Yeah. Out of out of getting like doing something like that well and, and getting it right. Yeah. Especially but, yeah. when you nail it twice in a row and you're like, <laughs> I I am like this. You know, it's <laughs> guilty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, Matt. What about you? Um. The, uh, the only thing I've really been playing uh, is Fantasian still. Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely loving it. I think I'm getting near the end now. And mm-hmm. it's, bonkers that I've, it's bonkers that I've basically played 17 hours of a JRPG on my phone. <laughs> and I'm loving every minute. Like the, yeah. this um, this uh, Razor Keisha thing I bought, I, again, I think mm-hmm. I said it at the time, I bought it basically as like a way to... Oh, I can do my Microsoft award points things downstairs on the phone uh, rather than uh, have to go up, you know, really, you know, 
I have to walk upstairs. Uh, it's such, such a, it's just horrible. So I thought I'll buy that and I've got to go a little bit cheaper. But no, like it's coming to its, into its own now. I'm like playing this game like it's a like it's a switch on my couch or you know upstairs and it's just i'm I'm just loving the game i really have got into like the rhythm of this jrpg and um and i'm excited to finish it and see what else is out there that i haven't really played i mean the first mm-hmm. one i probably played was final fantasy 7 and love mm-hmm. that and i know that's like much more of an action action one given like the, yeah, I was gonna the say, combat, yeah, the, the combat system yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. but uh yeah, I'm just loving this. I mean, it, it's it's by no means a perfect game or even like an incredible game, but I've just really enjoyed getting in the rhythm of understanding, okay, here's how combat works, here's how I can, you know, strategize within combat scenarios when it comes to using certain certain moves or certain kind of ways to, you know, save 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 my save my party if it looks like things are going mm. south. Um and and yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, like the story isn't an awful lot to write home about. Mm-hmm. Um, it in music, musically, it doesn't really for me have like a really amazing theme. You know, like I mean, like Final See, Fantasy that's, definitely. That's, that's interesting that. that like you're saying that because of yeah, sort of you know, it's the first sort of quote unquote proper JRPG you've enjoyed. Like usually, story and soundtrack are like a major thing in JRPGs. So it, it'd yeah. be interesting to see if you go on to play another one with like a you know actually good story and soundtrack yeah, like whether or the not story that is clicks. it's pretty i mean I, you can see it coming a mile off and mm-hmm. um I, I, again like this is only like part one of or, and don't know how many parts will be or, or when even part two will be out um mm-hmm. and how many parts will even be uh, yeah. so maybe you know it is ultimately have a big payoff but it, there's, yeah. all, there's been like a big in the last a couple of hours there's been like a big story moment i'm like okay well cool i'm not really feeling anything for any mm-hmm. of the characters but there's definitely kind of similar vibe to final fantasy 7 where you're like the hero and there's two kind of female uh, counterparts or you know female team members you're with and it's kind mm-hmm. of like you know who likes who kind of thing it's very feels like females feels very much like a tifa and Aerith kind of situation yeah um but yeah so story is yeah, it's not doing an awful lot to me it's not it's not like the story is the one that's dragging me through um and yeah but i'm also having only really played final fantasy 7 remake but mm. the music in that being so good and yeah. you hear like you hear i mean there's loads of like kind of different versions of like the core theme or the core mm. bit of music that, that i've into my untrained ears found and enjoyed and even mm. when i hear that on the trailer i think they did a trailer for ret- uh you know for, 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 for retrograde or whatever the new one is you know the new version coming soon oh the, yeah 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 and do you hear like one bit of music? I'm like, oh my god, that song is so bloody good! Like, and I've always, I've always, I've never really been one to listen to game soundtracks, I, um, but I, I always remember whenever the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack comes up. Uh, when I went to, do you remember Video Games Live? Uh, yes. Yeah, Tommy Tallarico doing his sort of touring orchestra, playing video game soundtracks and stuff. And yeah, I remember they played. Was it? I think it was One Winged Angel. Um, for Final Fantasy VII, and it was just she like the first two notes of it, and someone a couple of rows behind me just went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't even know the name, name of the track that, that that I love so much. Um, I, I should probably try and dig that out. But uh, anyway, the, the, the music in Final Fantasy VII is amazing. This it has like some key themes it, it uses, none of, none of which, which blow me away. Mm. So it's not the story, it's not the music, and um, but I think it's just. I just like the rhythm of the game. Um, I think mm-hmm. it, the game looks nice. Like, so graphically, it looks nice. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm enjoying the rhythm of, you know, moving forward in story, going to this area, talking to everyone in the town, 
more story progresses a bit more so you, you you're meeting a bunch of new people quite often which is good mm-hmm. to to add, join your party so you get new moves to unlock new moves to okay. understand um and no i'm 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 loving it but i think what i'm loving most is the fact that i i've genuinely enjoyed every every minute of this and i, I 17 hours i think i've read it's like around 20 hour game so i'm, I'm very I, I think I'm, I'm getting quite close to the end but, um, I was going to say, because um, I know we, we talked the other week about like maybe other JRPGs you might now want to get into, and I was, yeah, because um, I was going to say, um, obviously Octopath Traveler is now on Game Pass, but you can't play that on your phone, can you? The, the app's not. Uh, oh yeah, no. you can stream it from your console, can't you? Um, I think so. Yeah, I mean, like the the the, the lag and stuff. But I'll give it a go. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, again, what I've loved about this is the fact that I can just pick it up and play it downstairs you know or yeah. wherever i am on my phone i think yeah. if i was locked to the tv i mm-hmm. wouldn't put anywhere near as many hours it's the same thing same yeah. reason why i love switch so much you know i can get 15 minutes in there and a half an hour in there mm. um so but yeah i haven't finished this yet and you know i'm excited to get through it and get it finished but i'm definitely interested to know what else is out there that i've missed or that i would mm-hmm. like i mean i think another thing i like about it is i know it's only a 20 hour game I yeah, think that's, that's I, I powerful. probably wouldn't have jumped in quite so much if I knew it was like an 80 or 100 hour game. I mean, I know yeah. Final Fantasy Remake took me like 55 hours, so that wasn't, again, a 100 hour game, but mm. it's still meaty. Um, yeah. But the fact I know this is like 20 hours, I'm like, okay, that's good. It's I know I'll be able to see it to the end. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, but I'm 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 loving it, uh, and yeah, anyone who has cool. like even passing interest in JRPGs and has Apple Arcade sub, so I definitely recommend giving it a go. I'm, I'll have it finished by next week, and I'll be able to tell you what I thought overall. But um, no, I'm I'm loving it. See, I would nice. I would recommend Persona games for you, but you can't really play those on the move, as it were. You really have to be sort of on a console, unfortunately, these days. I mean, there was uh, Persona Four on Vita, but yeah, that's that's about it. And Nine M on Switch. No, not, oh, not no, as there's that rumor, isn't it? The rumor's been going forever, forever like yeah. Persona Five for Switch, and it's never mm-hmm. that. It's always a fucking Smash Brothers uh, character with him instead. Um, <laughs> yeah, Persona Five is so good. Yeah. Such a good. I game. mean, if you want one on the Switch, I think I mentioned this last time, but yeah, Bravely Default Two came out last month and is apparently brilliant. But it was just, and I, and I was keen, but it was it came out like two weeks before Monster Hunter or something. So I was like, well, I'm never going to finish it before Monster Hunter comes out. So. But I mean, that's probably another really long one, though. Yeah, and so, another thing again, I like to face is that I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't overwhelmed or intimidated by. Well, this is like the nineteenth game in a series, or, yeah, and the, yeah. or even the second game in a series, and the first game is like fifty hours. I knew it was yeah, like yeah. first first game, the start of possibly a franchise, only twenty mm. hours, play it on my phone. You know, it, it's like the perfect recipe for me playing it and enjoying it. But I've been basically mm-hmm. playing it like a Switch with mm-hmm. with the Razer Kishi. So, cool. yeah, I've, I've I've been loving it. It's it, like if I have five minutes spare, I'm like, you know, quickly get that out and play that for a bit. And yeah, it works really well. I've also been playing a bit of Clap Hands Golf. Still, still excellent. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, I've I, had a I've had a quick go on this. Oh yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, really like it. Um, so I've been playing it with the touchscreen controls. Oh yeah. Um which I mean with nothing to compare it to. I haven't tried it with a controller. Um I yeah, fine. Um I mean obviously this is on iPad so I don't know if maybe having you know a bit more real estate oh, on right, the screen yeah. sort of helps. Um but yeah, it's weird how like graphically it's really not brilliant, which is fine. But obviously it's on Apple Arcade, so they must have known it was only going to be on relatively high spec devices. So that seemed odd. 
Um, well, I, I don't but, know what like the the spec, the minimum specs is for Apple Arcade. I mean, mm. there must be some. I don't know. iPhone six. Yeah, maybe there success, are older maybe, devices that still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, yeah, it's, it's everybody's golf on a portable device, which is yeah. I've seen entirely some people like on Twitter like tweet about this week. So hopefully, mm. uh, it's good to see more people playing it and yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, you've played it. Have you played it mostly with controls though? Yeah, not not touchscreen. Yeah. Uh, I, I tried it once with a touchscreen and I didn't really like it, so I've put, uh, mm-hmm. used it back in the controls, yeah. Because that's what I was wondering what it's like, because I've heard not so great things about the touchscreen controls, but okay. is that not correct, maybe? I mean, maybe if I try... As Sean said, if you're nothing to compare yeah. it against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe if I try it with a controller, I'll never go back, but as it currently stands, I've, yeah, I've been okay with the touchscreen controls. don't know. Yeah, I um, but but playing these games, uh, one, I'm thinking, oh, well, when the sub, it comes... When it's time to renew, I'll probably renew it for at least another month and then we'll see mm. see where we are. But um, I've got Apple TV, but I don't have Apple TV 4K. But I think, right. wow, I could be playing Fantasia on the TV downstairs if, got you. Uh, as well, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if I, I, I... So, but I don't have... Um, Hang on, wait a minute. You don't need a 4K one for that. No, I suppose I don't. I suppose don't, I don't really. Play it on, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's, it's great. I mean, I've... can I? Because I did at one point have like a Steel Series. I can't remember what, but I had like had, when I first got Apple TV and when apps were on it, I bought like that and the controller day one. Um, but I, Matt, I, you I can don't, connect don't... a DualSense to it. You I can, can. Okay. Yeah. You you can do that. Yeah. Okay. So I could play Fantasia on the TV. Okay. I'll, See, I, might, I might investigate that then. That that stuff with Apple Arcade is very good, actually. Like in the sense mm. that you can start playing on one device as well, and then continue playing on another. Like if you've got like multiple things all over the place, it's oh, does your I, progress I played, just carry? I played stuff on like, my phone, and then I just started playing it on the TV instead. It works. That's cool. Yeah, it works really, really well. Like because it, it it syncs like cloud syncs all of your like save games and all like your progress and stuff. Because I what was that? Was it NeoCab? I played NeoCab. NeoCab, like that. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was great. The only reason I've no, really didn't bother with this any further was there wasn't anything that came out for a long time on Apple Arcade that seemed interesting, so mm. I kind of didn't bother. But uh, it's really built up, up now, though. And it, it is yeah, interesting it, seeing that sort of <laughs> like it is struggling a little bit with the fact that yeah, like it's it's now being used on so many devices. Like you know, so a couple that I've tried out, so like Wonderbox and Cozy Grove came out recently, and they're both like we've got touch controls but mm, probably get a controller if you you can um so yeah it's interesting it's like well yeah because a lot of people are probably playing these on apple tv and if these are games that were you know primarily built for consoles initially like the 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 touchscreen controls are going to be you know relatively speaking an afterthought i mean they've been fine from what i've played of either of them but it's just interesting that like like in my head, like because I only experience Apple Arcade as an iPad user, I forget that actually there'll be people who mainly use it on the TV or a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so I'm still playing that. Um, and uh, obviously, James and I played it, it takes two. That's still fantastic. But it's mostly been Fantasian this week. Uh, cool. And that is it for me. Um, I've got a couple. Uh, one of them is Sea of Thieves. Dave's not here. So I'm not going to get shouted at, I assume. Well, uh, <laughs> <where>? <laughs> it's only a quick one. So the new season has started um, and has added some stuff. Um, so like the, the the sort of battle pass style thing, the, the plunder pass has sort of reset and there's a new one. I'm definitely not paying for it this time around though because it just doesn't add enough stuff. 
Is it you know, not like, like the other battle passes and other games where if you have played enough for the previous season, you've got enough of the currency to buy it for free? Or does no, it it's, that it's way? yeah, it's cash money or although actually I suppose uh, oh, can you pay for it? With... Like Rocket League works, Destiny works, and Fortnite. Yeah. Well, uh, Destiny. I'm not sure about Destiny, but definitely the other two. I'm not sure because I know you. Yeah, so ancient coins are the the currency, like the paid for currency. And you so. can earn those um, with the previous pass. Um, but I don't know if you can pay for the new one with those or if it has to be real money. I'm not sure. Um, but it's, it just doesn't give you enough. You know, like most of these, it's like for every level, there's the thing you get for free and then there's, you know, the second row, which is if you've paid up, here's the other thing you would have yeah. unlocked. Um, and like certainly with Destiny and I'm pretty sure with Fortnite as well, for every level, there's something in both rows. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas with Sea of Thieves, it's like every like ten levels there'll be an extra thing if you pay up. Oh, that's and it's just, yeah, it's a bit shite. It's like just chuck me so another five thousand uh, so gold you, or something. Like so, on the free one is also nothing for ten levels. I know. So the free one, there's there's something for every level, but on the paid one, it's only like every five or ten levels there'll be. Oh right, yeah, something yeah, that, additional that would not incentivize me to do. It. I yeah. mean, if I am playing a game, and I mean like, like Destiny and and uh, and Fortnite, when I was massively into that, it's like. Mm-hmm. I see the battle pass. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to buy it because I want that thing on the top row. Mm. <laughs> so nothing's going to stop me. But if it was only one every ten, I'm like, well, yeah, it, that, that is not enough to say. I'm missing. I'm missing out on two, three, four, five, six, seven things now. If exactly. I'm missing out on just so, one thing, that's not an incentive for me to pay up and get the proper battle pass. Yeah, and especially when loads of the unlocks, will, you know, will be like a jacket from a, a full set that you know normally costs you know money to buy the full set so it's like ah you got a bit of it for sort of well not for free but essentially heavily discounted it's like yeah but now i feel like i should buy the rest of the set so it's so yeah so that's still a bit shite um but they've added these new like merchant things um you know i said with the, the previous season they sort of the Merchant Alliance is the least popular um, of the you know trading companies, and they're they're trying to sort of make it more interesting. And um, yeah, they've added this thing where now you can trade commodities. So any any uh, outpost, you can speak to the Merchant Alliance person, and you can um, buy um, like sugar or you know like metal or, or whatever. Um, there's like all different resources you can trade now, and there'll be like a ledger which just gives you a list of like all the different islands and tells you, you know, who's got like, you know, sur- like for every island, they'll have a surplus of something and they'll have like, and there'll be something that they need. So you're basically looking at like, right, so I'm on this island, we've got a surplus of sugar and they need sugar at Plunder Outpost. So let's buy a load of sugar and sail over there and, and sell it. And it's, it's just been a really nice thing to do when we've, you know, we've had a session where we just don't really fancy doing anything too intense and it's just, just sailing about and chatting and, and yeah, it's been really good. Um, ah, but, but so do you make money from? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make, like, that's the thing. It's actually like really lucrative. Um, so yeah, that, that's been really good fun. So that, that the, kind of the, sounds like drug wars, like the ancient, <laughs> like, Drug, well, this is because the, 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 the ancient game where you buy and sell different drugs to make money, and then that means you can buy different ones. And pretty much, um, I mean, the, 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 the element of risk is um, in order to do this, you have to flag yourself up as a, an emissary of the, the trading company, which basically means you have a flag on the back of your ship, and it means uh, players who are um, part of the, the Reaper's Bones um who basically their whole thing is hunting other players like they can see you on the map 
at all times. So, you know, uh, over the course of like, I think it's every week, the all the sort of values of everything sort of reset. So over the course of a week, like the Reapers are going to learn like where the sort of main sort of trade routes are. And they're going to be able to see people who are doing the trading on the map and intercept them and kill them. But that hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah, so it sounds like you, you've got a massive target on your back by being pretty much, people, anyway. yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, so far it's just been quite a nice chilled thing to do. Um, so that's been cool. Um, I've been playing quite a lot more Outriders. And okay, that's I, good. I, I, is it more stable now? It is. Um, like the servers actually work. Um, it's still a bit like so. I've been playing quite a bit of co-op. Um, we've been getting some bugs. Uh, at one point, my character fiz- like just vanished um in, okay. in like just, it just went completely invisible and then it, it <laughs> the only things that appeared was like if i changed my equipment in the menus so like i changed one of my guns and then i was just a floating gun um just running around that was weird well, were you <laughs> a floating gun or were you a gun with a floating man <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah so but aside from that stuff yeah, like made quite a bit of progress, and now I'm sort of at the point where I'm regularly getting like rare, interesting stuff, um, and sort of really getting into the the crafting and and everything, um, and it's yeah, it's properly enjoyable. I was like, you know, when I first talked about the demo, I was like surprised by the story in it, and I actually got you know sort of quite invested in it. I was keen to see where it goes. I mean, so far it's not really gone anywhere like there's still a lot of like really enjoyable you know some of the writing is quite funny there's some really good performances in it um but it's really like early on it sort of tries to make the point that ah the baddies might not actually be the baddies like they were just people who were kicked out and given no resources to live off and that's why they've um had just had a really shit time of it and that's why we're at, uh, at war and it's but it's not really it's not done anything with that like those those characters have continued to be the baddies for the you know the next 20 hours so far so that's a bit shit but um yeah just really compelling like they're constantly getting new loot and sort of you know every time we like, like we'll do a mission we'll get some new rewards and then we'll spend a good sort of five or ten minutes being like right so hang on so i've got this and it's got this ability and it's sort of, or it enhances this you know class ability that i've already got and sort of just you know figuring out little you know constantly sort of changing your build as you go and yeah it's been really good do, um, do you think it's gonna stay like is this like a new a new destiny or do you think i don't it'll think like, oh, i mean they, i mean they've they've said that it's not um but it's just sort of feel like one you oh, know yeah. so yeah i keep forgetting this isn't a games as a service game is it well that's what they've said but um, it looks like it yeah <laughs> and like you know i was saying the other week there was you know it, it's cool because you when you're messing with the crafting you're like oh my god like i'm putting together like builds that seem really overpowered and it's really good fun and like and that that's the bonus of it not being a, a service game because the, like it doesn't really matter if someone breaks the meta right it's it's not something like destiny where it's like well hang on every, it's got to be like a fairly level playing field and we don't want people to brush through the content too quickly or whatever um however they have started like nerfing stuff and changing things um supposedly it was because they were like so for i think it's like for three of the classes there was basically like one build that everyone was ending up with because it was clearly way better than everything else so I, I sort of get that they're trying to balance it just in terms of making sure there are interesting decisions for you to make sort of towards the end of the game whereas if it's just everyone settling on the same build that's just quite boring um but yeah so they like they changed a bunch of stuff and they yeah, nerf, nerfed a load of things and a lot of players didn't like it 
but they've been really open about like you know so this is the first of a series of changes the dialogue is ongoing like we're listening to feedback etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah um so 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 in what way is it not a live service game well I th- <laughs> this is the thing like I think the idea is like the reason it's not a service game is that it's there's a campaign and then you reach the end and you can repeat old stuff but that's that's it right there's no there's no sort you know like with Destiny you'd finish the campaign and it's like aha that's basically only the start of it now there's all these you know constantly sort of rotating events and new things to unlock and, and blah 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 whereas I think this is you, you finish it and it's done however again they, they've said like oh we're adding like high end raid content pretty much. I think they haven't called it a raid, but it's yeah. Hmm. So, so they're, they're uh, adding an end game of sorts, which is again yeah. Another it sort of feels like the live service game. Yeah, it feels like they sort of hedged their bets by sort of saying it's not a service game, but you know, if it does well enough, they'll continue to support it, and that's going <laughs> to look a lot like a service game. So, I mean, fine. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, if they want to keep adding stuff, and you know, obviously it was on Game Pass, so. Not even cost me anything. Um, yeah, I would love to know what the numbers of people playing on Game Pass are. Yeah, I'm sure they're pretty high. I mean, well, this, <laughs> yeah, there must be. Yeah, you would think. Well, this was the, the. I think I mentioned this. Like when the servers were bad early on, like all the PlayStation owners were like, "To fucking get rid of the Game Pass players." <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I can't believe neither of you've tried this. I, I'm pretty sure you'd both really enjoy it. I mean, yeah. I was I was interested until I saw it was three player only, and then that was like, oh, oh that's right, yeah, that's a deal breaker for you, isn't it? Too many friends, too popular. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's I don't know. It's just as I said, it's my. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, but it's just because I play with three other people, so it's like, yeah, no, 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 totally you know. it makes sense. Um, same thing with Destiny, wasn't it? Mm. Um, so yeah, Outrise is still really good. Um, the other thing I've been playing or just kind of generally tooling around with um, is MUVR, as in EMU, as in emulators. Um, so this is just a, a free sort of, I think it's still in beta. Um, this is, you know, people sort of working on it in their spare time, I think, um, project where, so obviously it's, you know, emulators for old consoles in VR, but it's the way it's all presented. Like, so you load it, like, there's quite a bit of faff setting it up, as you can probably imagine. Like, it doesn't come with, um, obviously it doesn't come with any games. Um, so you have to source those yourself, legitimate backups, of course. Um, and, but once it's all done and you've got your library set up and everything, you load it up and you're in like a sort of late 80s slash early 90s bedroom. Um and you and there's all just shelves with tellies and consoles you know, on them. What's weird well, about this, Sean? Sorry, is yeah, it's this sounds a lot like the Mega Drive collection on the Switch because that's exactly what happens with that. Oh, really? Like, you is boot that what it, it does? Up, and yeah. it's like a '90s bedroom, and then uh-huh. it's like you can then go to the shelves to like you know thumb through your Mega Drive games <laughs> that you yeah you know, that you own and stuff. It sounds very oh, similar that sounds to that. Cool. Okay, uh, maybe that's where they got the idea. Then I don't know, um, but um. Yeah, it's, uh, you sort of, you know, so you're looking around, so like I say, there's all shelves of different tellies on and stuff, and they're all like, there's like massive CR, like CRTs. It only goes as far as like Trinitron style, um, tellies. So there's no like, you know, sort of like, like TFTs or anything. It's all like big boxy tellies. Um, and I, like most consoles, there's like a physical, there's like a, a model for them, but then for any that there isn't a model for, there's like a sort of generic, sort of console box it uses 
but I, yeah, I just so I set it all up um, and I turned it on and I was like, I was like, I'm in in this this bedroom. There's a massive telly with an N64, and I just put Diddy Kong Racing in it and turned it on, and it came on the telly. And for about three seconds, I was like, oh fuck, I am at my friend's house when we were 12 and he got an N64 and this is fucking surreal. Like it's just <laughs> so like accurately done um, that it's just really, you know what it's like with VR, you sort of, you generally, it's not like, you know, time you spend in VR, it's not like you're constantly going like, oh, this is like, I know this is just a game. I'm too clever for this. Like you're basically quite immersed most of the time, but there are moments where you're like, this is fucking real. <laughs> and it was it was just that it was just absolutely bizarre um and it's and, and I, yeah and i like sat on the floor in my living room and and in this this sort of virtual bedroom in the game and played a bit of diddy kong racing on this massive tally um and it was incredible <laughs> um you can like you can customize the room quite a bit i think like the furniture's sort of set in place but you can mess around with like the wallpaper and you can put posters up um like you can obviously you can sort of position the consoles and TVs like wherever you want you can spawn more of them if you need to um you can I haven't done this yet but you can set it up so like all your games have like the artwork attached so that as you sort of looking at the cartridges in the game it's like got the actual artwork on it and stuff um it's proper good and it, like I say it's only in uh, beta or, or alpha or whatever so they're still like doing tons of stuff to it um, Sean, what do they hmm? support like how many machines do they support at this stage uh, so it uses uh, RetroArch, um, which I've never dabbled with before, but it, you know, it's like a sort of all-encompassing, like it sort of contains sort of loads of emulators. Um, it goes up to the Dreamcast, um, mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware. I don't know how many arcade um, cabinets it does. Um, not not delved into that stuff yet. Um, but yeah, you can fucking you can load up Power Stone on it. And, and, it's, and it's got online multiplayer. Wow. somehow what um yeah you can just like share your session with someone else and they can join and that i mean i haven't tried it yet um but apparently that works um yeah it's fucking nuts so this, it's really this good is only coming this is only for oculus isn't it it's for nothing else uh so i think it's well yeah basically it's it's pc vr mm-hmm. headsets only at the moment so yeah so i'm i'm obviously i'm using the quest but links to um, the PC. So I think there's like a Steam version and uh, an Oculus version or something. But yeah, um, yeah, really good. Like, and, and it's just so surreal, like being able to like in like one room, like so I've got an N64 on and a PlayStation on another telly and I can just sort of move right, right, play a bit on the PlayStation while I can still hear Conker's Bad Fur Day in the corner, <laughs> or whatever, you know. Um, oh, and it supports light gun games as well. Wow. Um, so, I was going to ask about that. I saw yeah. a video of Andy playing like Duck Hunt or whatever it was. Yes. What's the latency so, like and that kind of stuff? I don't. Yeah, so I don't know. I've not tried any of this yet, but I'm definitely going to get House of the Dead on the go. Um, yeah, really impressed. Like, if you've got a PC VR headset, definitely check it out. It is ludicrous. Um, and that's about it from me. Um, so I guess we'll do questions. Go um, Let's go. If you want to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Sarah Plug says, evening, folks. I don't know if that's a joke name or if that's a real one. Plug's yeah, not really a kitchen now. appliance, is it? It's just, a, it's just a, an everywhere appliance. Um, my question for you tonight is a two-parter. 
Uh, question number one, uh, are there any standout marketing gimmicks that have stuck with you for whatever reason? And if so, what are they and why? I mean, it's mostly the bad ones for me. Gimmicks? The ones that were con- like you know controversial at the time, which is obviously why they do it. I remember the whole uh, acclaim. How much did they pay someone to name their child Torok? <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of money. I mean, not, um, not enough. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um I don't know, I'm trying to, trying to think of others. There was the, the awful, was it Dead Island had the oh, special edition Dead with it? For, yeah. for two reasons. One, the one you're about to mention, no doubt. Yeah. The with mutilated like the, uh, torso. The woman's yeah. torso. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird. But and also, then the trailer. Like, I mean, it's not a marketing gimmick, but then like mm. you, you can't think of Dead Island and not think of that amazing first trailer. Yeah. Which was nothing like the game, but you know. Yeah. But um, amazing trailer. Yeah. I mean, there's the Juiced trailer, obviously. I mean, that was... Classic. Um, Certainly up there. Yeah, that's, classic. That stuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah gimmicks. I, I, I can't think, really think. There was... there was an Int- Was it a Nintendo magazine or was it a Mega Drive one where they gave away a, um, a lollipop with a worm in it? And <laughs> it was... And it was sort of like sort of an Earthworm Jim promotion, but not really. Oh, okay. Um, because I remember on the cover, it's like it's had like an arrow pointing at it and said, "Don't eat Jim, eat him." And pointing <laughs> oh, at this little my God. lolly with okay. the worm in it. Wasn't yeah? Did wasn't there that weird thing with Edge magazine as well with feathers or something? Feathers. Where it was like there was one there was one issue where it's like you <laughs> opened it and all these feathers came out, but I can't remember what it was for. <laughs> wow, that sounds great. I don't remember that at all. No. Yeah, I'm sure that that happens, but I just, I can't remember like, the details though. It sounds like Maybe when you get an invitation to someone's copy. wedding or something. It's, it's possible, like yeah. <laughs> like a butterfly flies out when you open it or something. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of what's any this, others. What's this promoting? That butterfly? No, that's just <laughs> that's just something that got stuck in there when it was being pressed. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> dead. In the factory. It's dead. Um, right, uh, part two. Uh, you have all individually been hired to create a gaming-related mascot for the TCGS Co. family-friendly corporate rebrand. Current suggestions include the likes of Terry Trackpad, Cartridge Carl, Grumpy Gus, and Sophie Six Axis. What do you come up with to make sure your character is selected, and why would they win in a fight? I'm going to go with Jewel Sense Derek. Um, That's very good. Voiced voiced by David. I think it'd be <laughs> it'd be great. <laughs> I mean, but alliteration, it could be Jules Hens Dave. Surely That's true. Be better. That's I true. I prefer Derek, though. I think it sounds yeah, better. Yeah, good point, yeah. Yeah, 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 hard, yeah. Isn't it? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, fuck. What's a good name that begins with O? Orange? I can't think of any. I, wanted, I just want to do something to do with the Octolock on the Octolock GameCube controller. Octolock Ollie? Ollie? Yeah. 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 Oliver Octolock. Oliver <laughs> For those who don't know, the Octolock is just the it's the gate on the uh, the GameCube pad sticks. So named because it has eight points. So there you go. Yeah, Octolock Ollie. He's just a big. He's just a. He's not even anything, is he? He's just like a frame for a stick to go through. So I don't really know why he'd win in a fight. I just think I just like the word Octolock and I like saying it out loud. Octolock Ollie. Yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was going to yeah. go with something very boring like Rodney Ram. That's but good. I mean, I, it sound, I, mm, sounds a bit... Well, I don't know. It, yeah, that was the implication. Was like, okay. Oh, okay. That's, that's right, one, one, for the, one for the adults out there as well. <laughs> one is clever. It's like Toy Story, you know. But, uh, one for the dads. Yeah. Uh, 
Tell, tell him later right. when he grows up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Explain it to him later. Um, right. They'll be cracking up. Um, I mean, so, oh, no, so Oxalock Ollie, yep. um, we've got Rodney Ram, Rodney and Ram. what was your one, James? Uh, Jules Jules Sense Sense Derek. Derek, sorry. Jules Sense Derek's Derek. probably going to win the fight, isn't he? Yeah, it sounds, yeah. I wouldn't mess with Jules Sense Derek. Two senses. At, yes, at the end, I think. Oxalock is not a... Not gonna, it's not gonna fight. It's not gonna do well, is it? No. Uh, <laughs> Ricky Rice Cooker says, "Dear TCGS Co, I got lucky and randomly picked to take part in some national COVID study last year, and for my monthly participation, I get gifted Amazon vouchers in exchange for some questions, a COVID test, and my literal blood." That sounds amazing. It I want to get in on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the upshot of this is that by April 2022, when the study ends, I should have enough Amazon vouchers to get a PS5 basically for free. The question is, will I actually be able to buy one by then? No, probably, probably not. No. Probably not. Next, no. next question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, so I now that Dave's got his, I don't hear weekly updates on the state of PlayStation Five stock. Mm. That was but a lot, wasn't it? I, I'm going to assume it's the same as it was. I mean, yeah. I, I'd say that I miss those, you know, those conversations, but I don't particularly. I'm <laughs> quite glad that's over now. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, reading this has reminded me. Like, have I ever told you I did a clinical trial once? Oh, did you? It was Go great. On. I made like 700 quid for fuck all. Did you do it at university? That feels like no, this was, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah. So it was when I'd, I'd, I was like back home for um, a couple of months, like over summer or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, why not? And it was, it was in Manchester and I knew like, so it was, it was like two overnight stays and then a bunch of like morning visits. And I had a friend who lived nearby. So I just stayed at his and played a load of games on my laptop and watched uh, time trumpet. It was what great. What were the side effects though of whatever you'd, Having to get injected was, into your no, bum. No, it was really it was. boring. It was just a, it was a painkiller, but they developed like a nasal spray version of it. So they were just like, so they knew the painkiller worked. It was just seeing if spraying it up your nose meant that it still ended up in your bloodstream, basically. Did um, they only go up your nose, or did they check every every orifice? Every orifice. Just no, j- just up the nose. Just up the um, nose. Just up the nose. Would you um, have done the bum thing for a bit more money? Or? I mean, how much are we talking? Five so seven hundred for the nose, five for the bum. Five, five, five on top. Five on top. Seven hundred and five. That is that is more. I mean, that's that's. Um, I mean, a to, little spray to give you some. Actually, I suppose it's yeah, because it's not. It's not like they're inserting anything. It's just a little. Well, no, no, it, it would have to go in as well. Oh, would it? Yeah, they have to put a whole like spray thing up there as well. The just whole to apparatus. Check. I don't know. Just to make and sure. Then shake, um, and then shake you about. Yeah. yeah, to say is it give you a rattle well, like is a your, bottle of fizzy your pop. Gone? So I, I'm not. I'm not even noticing a headache. Because you have put that yeah. thing up the, up the bum, too much but. other stuff going on. There was uh, the ward next to ours were testing uh, anti-anxiety medication, and it was always really obvious when they just had another dose because they were like running around the corridors laughing and shouting and stuff. Oh god, maybe but getting, uh, maybe. But you know, I mean, they were getting like two and a half grand each. That, that so. dose. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always wanted to do it because I'm like, wow, you can get like twelve hundred quid or whatever it was uh, for yeah. just sticking all sorts of stuff in yeah um and i'll do it now you know but uh do <laughs> and i do and i watched that um that documentary about all the you know it's like the guys did it and um it's like they got elephant titles or something that's right really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be bad yeah a few years yeah, ago but, um still was like no but i'm like come on get 1500 quid if i lose an arm whatever you know <laughs> swings around think about the cash <laughs> uh best part of that is that the doctor that's running the experiment was called uh dr jolly joy john Oh, so <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Jolly Joy John. Jolly Joy John. Are you sure yeah, this was real? 
It's. I yeah. mean, yeah. When I, when I reach that bit of the story, I'm like, guys, this all this does all sound made up. I'm starting to believe that you were on some crazy drugs, and you've on that. Yeah, it wasn't. Just, I didn't get paid. Just a spray just... on my nose, everyone. <laughs> uh, Sean, you don't even have a friend that lives nearby, do you? Yeah, I've just spraying stuff in my nose. Going, Look, take blood samples. Take my blood samples. See if yeah, I'll be see, around my friend Chris's house. No, there is no friend. You don't have a friend called Chris who lives there. Oh, what? Where yeah. have I been? Here's twelve hundred quid. Yeah, easy. Uh, James, would you do uh, some sort of crazy medical study? Would you no, spray no. anything up your bum for a fiver? No, no. I'm, I'm fine. I'm all right. What for yeah. two grand? Maybe for two grand. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Didn't take a lot. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash TCD. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a medical professional, we need some studies. There was one guy on the on the, the thing uh, on my ward who basically, so there, I was there and, and and the guy next to me was a DJ. And we saw, and I mentioned, like, this is when I was studying Sonic Art at university. So we His were talking name about. Was Judd Jules. <laughs> And we were talking about like music and stuff, and then this guy that was opposite us, who was about fifty, on he's like, "Yeah, no, yeah, I used to, do, I used to do music, yeah, 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 yeah I used to, do, yeah, I used to do all that." Um, and it was quite embarrassing. And then when we did the second overnight stay, he had this mass, like this huge thing under his arm that was like wrapped in bin bags. Oh god! And we were like, "What? What have you got there, mate?" He's like, oh, I've just, I've got my keyboard out of storage. But I thought I'd bring my kid. Yeah, I thought I'd do some music. Well, I was like, oh, cry. Yeah, he was he was pretty bad. Oh, he was no. pretty irritating. I want more money for this test now because this, yeah, I'm yeah. having to deal with this. They actually had to when we did the final visit. They were like giving me a full, um, you know, like once over and like taking my blood pressure. And they had to wait until he left because he was annoying me so much. That he was fucking up my blood pressure results. <laughs> but- <laughs> These numbers are off the charts. Because yeah, yeah. well, keyboard- you should be dead. Um, right uh, Maria Mendieta dear TCGS cord cutters um, so you might recall that Simon Smeg asked asked Maria a question last week asking if she stockpiled all her questions and then just sort of fired one out once a week um, says thank you Simon Smeg for your question I now wish I would have thought of amassing the questions but the truth is is that I write the questions every week after listening to the pod I download the episode one day and inspired by the non-stop bants and James disdained, <laughs> disdained for questions and answers I go back the next day to write on the beloved TCGS feedback page for a while I lived in a remote part of the planet so I did this at a nearby internet cafe that's dedication I mean <laughs> I've got a lot I mean Alarm bells here. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that, I'm glad she responded to this because I was thinking mm-hmm. every week these questions are formulated in a certain way. You know, is mm-hmm. it just AI? Is this an algorithm? <laughs> you know, but but Simon Smeg did, did it did the hard work. He's asked a question yep. and we've got a response now. But yep. still not hundred percent sure. It says like I lived in a remote part of the planet. Doesn't doesn't specify which planet. Yeah, just the you know planet. I mean? A planet. Doesn't say, you know, UK US Earth just as the planet. I'm like, mm, okay, okay. So we've okay. gone from Maria Mendieta maybe an artificial intelligence construct to an alien, a literal yeah. space alien. Well, I, I I wouldn't want to cast aspersions. What I'm saying is, <laughs> there's you know mm, lack yeah, of specificity what's, what's on the planet. There's nothing wrong with aliens. They're fine. No, no, I'm, well, I'm, we don't I'm, know. Never met any. They, they look fine to me actually. But what mm. I'm saying is, the, the planet. You know, mm, well, why why didn't they mention Earth? That's, that's yeah, it's not, it's not, not, not specific, is it? Anyway, my question this week is about video game mu- music you can move to. Oh, did I say music? Music. 
You can move to. Uh, which theme tune would best fit into the background as you go through your morning routine? Alternatively, which game composer would you pick to write the score for your mornings? I imagine the whistling tune from Deadly Premonition would be used to drown out the chaos at the Farley Manor. <laughs> Keep up the great I'll tell you what, I've got a yeah. song that I do, I do put on often, which is actually from Persona 5, which oh, yeah. is it's Beneath the Mask. I often put that on because it's, uh, it's relaxing. Uh, when there's things, all the chaos going on around you, it's it's a good track. Cool. Yeah. Uh, wow. I often put um, the soundtrack to Jet Lancer on when I'm trying to get stuff done. Um, don't know why. It's very good, very upbeat, and stops me getting distracted. It's really useful. I I, I don't listen to game soundtracks. Uh, Do you know? But I listen to a lot of movie soundtracks. But you um, always that's whenever you like a game, you always mention how good the soundtrack is. I know, but, but I've just thought, not... oh, I'm going to go on Spotify and listen to that. I just, <laughs> I just don't. It's too busy never... listening to Taylor Swift. It's, uh, you know. It's true. Yeah. Too busy uh, shaking it off. Taylor's like... version is a great, great version of the album, so nothing wrong with that, James. Um, but I listen to loads of, mo- I have listened to in the past loads of movie soundtracks. I was a Hans Zimmer stuff. I'm a big fan mm. of his work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, any, any, anything from, even like the shit films, like Man of Steel, still got a great soundtrack. <laughs> Um, but interstellar soundtrack for me. If, if if I need to get shit done, then yeah, bang yeah. it on. And I mean, like, I'm definitely transported the, to a, a wormhole. There's definitely an argument that, like, obviously, soundtracks are made to you know coincide with another thing. So I, I do, you know, people say like any good soundtrack should be like should really be sort of quite diminished by being separated from the thing that it was written to a you know company. No, I but, don't agree with that at all. I, I mean, yeah, I I go back and forth on it. There are definitely examples where that is the case, but also there's yeah, there's loads of soundtracks that are just brilliant pieces of music in their own right. No, but they also like it, you know, elicit sort of you know the the you know, feelings of the atmosphere that you got from when you were playing the game as well. Like you can yeah, you get that yeah, from yeah, it, yeah. which is which is brilliant. Yeah, totally. Um, no, I've forgotten what I was going to say. If I could <laughs> actually combine those kind of two answers, actually, one of my favourite film soundtracks is from a film called Oblivion. Uh, it, Do you know I've still not movie. seen that? I see. I keep. I've. I've got it. Uh, you know, it's on my watch list on Amazon, and I'm just like it appears to have Tom Cruise in spaceships. So I don't really know yeah, why. I've I, I put it off. really liked it. It's. It's not like a you know a blockbuster film, but um, mm-hmm. I. It was. It was different and weird, and and the soundtrack was absolutely fantastic. Uh-huh. It's actually done by M83. Oh really? Oh, yeah, oh, M83. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, they did a random soundtrack, and it's it's stunning. But uh, yeah, nice. Um, I don't know if we really answered the question. No, we haven't. But uh, matter. Sorry, Maria. Uh, Cammy T, Scotland's greatest speedrunner, says, despite the protests of the fans, the ESA and... <laughs> is it it's UEFA, they say it, UEFA, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, just what were you about to say? What were you about to say? The, the, the UEFA. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had. <laughs> UEFA. I was going to say UEFA. The FIFA and the UEFA. The UEFA and the ESA and the, yeah, uh, and the FIFA. So several game series are leaving their former exclusive home to make a super console. Which famously exclusive franchises would be moving to the super console and whose fans would be the most irate about it? Well, I mean, any of the any of the the, the sort of any versus like console exclusives people are going to kick off about, aren't they? I mean, imagine if you get like true. Halo, you know, going off onto that, and I don't know, whatever Mario. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, surely the, the big one would be like, kick off. What fans yeah. kick off the most? Are I, you know, I don't know if Halo fans would kick off as much as like a a, a Sony exclusive because yeah, Halo on. hasn't exactly been top dog for a while whereas you take like a 
don't know, Uncharted or God on, of War. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This doesn't work though because if there was just a super console that played all these games, this is the one console future that everyone wants. Like where you don't have to buy like loads of different machines and it's just everything's on that machine. Well, it's, it's got not Halo everyone. and Mario. It just says several. <laughs> so you're saying that some games are not going to be relegated from this console? Uh, some will just stay on the console and not have to uh, remain competitive to stay on the console. And yeah, so this is that's, the console. yeah, that's the argument, isn't it? Is that so? Not so. This, the two problems with it should be that a it could be so. Yeah, so say Mario went to the new console, and now yeah, that doesn't have to compete anymore. So doesn't so because it's just it's there by default on the new console, and it doesn't matter if it's good or not. Equally, if this new console like consumes all the biggest franchises, does that kill off some of the others? Does that make them not financially viable anymore? Who knows? What Big I guess questions. I'm saying is, I think I think Sony, I think Sony fans will kick off the most about an exclusive moving. Whereas Xbox, I think uh, you know they kind of they. they you know they maybe they you know they've seen Cuphead go over other, other platforms and Ori and, and that's like a cool thing and um, no I think, I, I think I think Nintendo fans would absolutely I was going to say it. I yeah I think yeah. Mario's the one definitely like, I think like if you put like if you if they they announce tomorrow like oh there's a like the Switch is getting a version of God of War I'd be like oh that's weird but cool whereas. Like the idea of like turning on my Xbox and seeing a Mario icon on there, that I don't think amazing. I could make sense of it. I don't think I'd be able to comprehend it. I need to lie down every time I turn it on. But if I'm thinking, but... and this wasn't even really the question, but if I'm thinking like fanboys proper kicking off, I just yep. it's always it's always a PlayStation. You know, you're hardcore. mad. You're mad, mad. <laughs> it's no, because Sony fan that was called Nintendo fans are nuts. And, and I say I think that if as you... a Nintendo fan, like I like their their output, but <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> I think like PS3 era Sony fans would give you a run, give Nintendo fans a run for their money. Like they were weird. <laughs> I mean, any hardened, you know, anti other console, but I love this one is yeah, they're, they're always insane. But no, I mean, but yeah. Nintendo fans, they were like, well, hang on, I can play Mario, but on a. On a you know 4K or I can play it on a console that's getting updated or yeah but as I said this is the same for all of those though isn't it? it's it's the one console future it's uh, it's it's great it's a super console future yeah yeah well there you go so it's, it's a good idea let's just yeah. do it so everyone agrees really, okay so Mario is that it we're going with Mario I that's mean it will make Mario. games better if anything in fact it will save games if they do this yeah yeah it will so definitely save can... games yeah yeah it'll save it'll save game saves as well. That's it. That is it for the questions. Matt, do you want to do the socials? Now, right now, this is a relatively short show uh, compared to many others. Obviously, there's only three of us on this show. So what I'm yep. saying now is there is now what's about to happen is like a 25-minute social part oh, of the show. <laughs> just, just to bring us a bit more in line with the usual. Yeah, because some people think, oh, fucking hell, what's this? Two hours and 18 minutes. Well, what kind of show is this? Just because Dave's not here. So, you know, just to appease you know, the fans, um, I think, you know, I've got I've got a couple of books here I can read out, and we can have a bit. Of I was going to say, yeah, dramatic reading of yeah, social media. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, streaming. Uh, it's just James and I doing the regular streams at the moment, but we are streaming, or James is streaming, and I'm joining him um, Friday nights at nine. We're streaming it takes two. I don't know how far we are through the game, James. Do you? We've done. Ne- three, I have no idea. Two, uh, two or f- three. We've done three streams so far. Um, 
I don't know, maybe halfway, who knows, but we're, we're loving it. And um, But James does need to be better in minigames because it's becoming an embarrassment. <laughs> um, but that is Friday night at 9pm on twitch.tv slash tcgsco. If you miss it live, you can watch it on YouTube. Just search for TCGS on YouTube and you can watch your wild streams after that. But back to Twitch, if you have Amazon, Pro- Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime Gaming and you get one free sub every single month and Jeff Bezos would hate it if you gave it to us. He would absolutely hate it. Uh, so please go over to our channel and give us your free sub. We really appreciate that. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS um, and very soon, in the next week probably, there will be our monthly podcast and talks over. We just need to work out work out a date. So apologies, it being a little bit later in the month than we would have liked. But yeah, we try and avoid we do that. Apologize. But yeah. And tcgs.co is a website where you can go to the store, you can buy TCGS merch, you're ready for that gorgeous summer we're about to have. Um, <laughs> any day now, any day now, it's going to it's it's, it's, be it's, nice. it's lovely, it's been lovely and warm today. I went out uh, in the t-shirt, yeah, t-shirt, yeah, yeah, t-shirt sort of lovely, yeah. lovely old job. Yeah, t-shirts and all the usual stuff on that merch store, uh, that's at the website and that is it. Oh, there's a link to our Discord as well on the um, on the website. It's worth popping in there. There's loads of people on there chatting all sorts of stuff all day long. So uh, get involved if you want a Discord to join. Do you think that's the thing? People just sitting around like, oh, I really want to join a Discord today. I really want a really, vibrant, really interesting, fancy funny, loving yeah, Discord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got one, baby. Well, there you go. Yeah, sorted. Respect right. you. That's uh, that's us. We're done. Um, probably see you all on, well, hopefully at some point over the weekend if you're a patron. But if not, see you next week. Dave will probably be back. I hope Charlie's all right by then. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, God, I need to say the thing, don't I? You do. Get to, get to say the thing. Thank you so much for letting us be natural. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Or goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, that. Just, yeah, good yeah. morning. If what matters? Maybe you're having this with your bra- uh, listening to I'll this with your goodbye. breakfast. I don't know. Works. It works. Yeah, just say goodbye. Don't specify it. Okay, bye. Time of day. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>